Hello, man babies. Here we go again. Like a drifter, I was born to walk alone. And it's another week, another episode of The Mandalorian. And I bet you all couldn't wait to log on to tonight's stream because tonight was a doozy. So, first up, let me remind you of the day of the week. It's Wednesday. The month is April. The year is 2023. And uh, apparently it's first contact day if you're a Star Trek fan, so uh, there you go. Put that on your pipe and smoke it. Uh, I am, of course, Ruin Johnson, the greatest Hollywood Star Wars writer, director, and also, and I trust you're doing very, very well. So, on this evening's stream slash podcast, we are discussing the sixth episode Season 3 of The Mandalorian. But before we begin, I have some formalities to go through. Get yourselves warmed up in the chat. Get yourselves cozied in there because we're going to need you tonight. Uh, so if you prefer your entertainment in uh, podcast form as opposed to YouTube form, we are on Spotify. The links are in the description. And as always, uh, brownies on OnlyFans, you can catch them there right now, all oiled up and ready to go. So if you've not shut down for the evening, as Brown always says, lots to get through. Shall we get the guests out? I think we goddamn well should. So, first of all, he's back. He is my number one fan, hailing from a tent in my back garden. He is the Celtic season ticket holder. Set your faces to stunning and brave. It's not Brian. How are you doing, not Brian? Hey, evening Ruin, good evening chat. Uh, I was going to see evening fellow guests, but there's no one about yet. No, you're the first up, Brian, and uh, first out the trap. And uh, we've got a good one tonight, haven't we? I mean, a good one as in a good stream. As terms of the episodes go, it could be one of the worst things I've ever fucking witnessed in my entire uh, life. Yeah, trap, trap to toilets full of... You know what? We can't swear on this stream because Brown gets demonetized. Oh, we can't. He's got a large can't bill and coming, just a so. point of clarification: when we say the the phrase "trap," we are referring to uh, something you'd see at the Sorry. dog races, not something you'd see on the dark web. So, uh, yes, don't please don't demonetize us so early on in the stream. Uh, anyway, Brian, I feel as though we're treading on uh, eggshells here. Shall we get the next uh, retrobate out? Yes. Why not? Let's do it. Okay. Next up. Here from a VPN far, far away, he's the protocol on Adderall, the android with the hemorrhoids. It's the golden reach-around droid of choice. It's C-3PO! Oh, good evening, Master Ruin. I hope you are feeling well. I am feeling very well, and Z, uh, there was, uh, well, much to talk about in tonight's episode, but it was a absolute droid fest, did it you not was. think? It was the much-anticipated droid episode of The Mandalorian, and the last time I was this excited was the time that Uncle Owen dressed up in Aunt Beru's sexy lingerie. <laughs> oh dear. And uh, points of clarification there, if uh, you do choose to dress in alternative clothing of the opposite gender, no one's judging you, it's absolutely fine, Brownie does it all the time, so again... You know, don't, don't demonetize us for that one. Um, right, Z, uh, shall we get the next uh, retrobate out? Oh, let's. Let's do it, because we've got so much to get into tonight, I can barely wait. Okay, next up, 
Watch out, War and Peace. It's the Star Wars novelist. He hails from the fourth-ranked shitter's town in the UK, live from a migrant military base. He's the jester from Leicester. It's Swap Shop. I'm going to smack Brown for that intro. <laughs> I heard, I just, I'm hearing an awful lot of flute going on in the intros tonight. I wonder who's playing that. Hey, uh, Brownie's found some toys that he's playing with, and it's not the normal uh, 12-inch black dildo. But uh, yes, uh, Swappers, uh, I know you like to, to write, uh, construct stories, and think about plot and characterization and character arcs. And uh, I'm sure with that in mind, you must have absolutely uh, puked yourself watching that episode tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing the old comb and the uh the cigarette paper and he said another word there uh the comb and the cigarette paper you know the one is that um, the is that the monetization gone from the the uh copyright oh no i think you've yes i think you've screwed us there um but uh Swappers, I know it's like rolling a turd in glitter, but um, <laughs> lots for us to get into tonight. I'm sure you'll agree. How are we going to do it all in two hours? I don't quite understand. Two hours? Um, it's going to be like sitting on the loo and just wiping forever and wondering when it's going to end, isn't it? You know, it's going to us like a part of Marmite. You know, we're just going to be here until the early hours. So we better get yeah. on with it. It's a bank holiday weekend, folks. No one's going to work tomorrow, or you're not going to now anyway. So we're uh, we're going to stick as long as it takes. But to get us through that, we're going to need another retro bait. I'm sticking with this phrase. I rather like it. Should we get them out, Swappers? Oh, go on then. Okay, so let's get him out. Like, uh, like, uh, no, I'm not going to go there. I've got to be very careful with my, uh, my. Uh, methodology here so uh, next up he's the wise elder of the channel his dark web username is mandalorian he was <laughs> three socks in bed yes you know who it is now he's our resident director the great mega geek himself ian david diaz hello <laughs> mega geek how you doing sir i'm all right i'm doing good what the hell is that picture you've got there swappy that is the exemplary uh, image of of modern day beauty. I'll have you know. Thank you very is much. Is that not? Um, I was going to say digital blackface or as digital arse face. I don't know what you <laughs> call it, but uh, we are. Yeah, we're treading a fine line tonight, folks. But hey, uh, you're not going to you're not going to keep a good man down. And uh, yes, I hope no one's having the supper while they're watching this. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Ian, whenever I see these remarkably horrendous episodes, I always think. Can't wait to hear what Ian's got to say about this one. And <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you've got a lot to say, but um, just sum it up in one one word. Give me one golden word. I know you're going to have a lot more opportunities, but give me a, what comes to the top of your head when you think about tonight's episode. Shite. That's what Shite. Comes there we go, folks. There you go. Shite. <laughs> Um, okay, we could be an, for an all-time low score. We'll, uh, we'll see. But uh, believe it or not... We've still got another guest to come out, and it's not Brownie. Oh. Uh, spoiler alert, it's not Brownie's uh, 
he, he's got his pants around his ankles and he's uh, playing with himself in the green room. The but there's way. one more to come. Um, I'm going to bring him out. He is... Let me get his intro because I don't know. I want to do this guy justice. Um, we see the good inside our next guest. He is in the top 10 ASMR channels under the category Young, Hot, Sexy British Twink. He is the YouTube <laughs> rising star. He is the brain of the channel. It's the Dark Lord Sith Jord. Hello, Dark Lord Sith Jord. How are you doing, sir? Good evening. How are you? Oh, very good, sir. And like I said to Ian, I, I, I think of all of you and I think... The worse the Mando is, the better the stream is. And I know, as someone who likes to really scrutinize plot, you must have had an absolute ball of a time, or a <laughs> ball ache of a time. What was I supposed to be? Because I have no idea where I am with this one. As I was saying backstage, I watched 20 minutes of it. I went to watch Mario. I came back, I watched the other 20 minutes of it. I've seen Jack Black twice in a day. Um, and I don't actually have a clue what happened in this episode, so I'm probably going to be useless. And I have a cold, which just tops it all off. Well, um, it sounds like you're in the, the perfect shape to uh, to get stuck into it tonight because, uh, let's face it, anyone who's watched this episode, no matter how many times you've seen it, still hasn't got a fucking clue what was going on, but uh, <laughs> we'll work it out together. It always makes more sense with the Brown Alliance boys and the stills and uh, the chat. So we're going we're gonna to go through this together. It's like a, an AA club for... Uh, you know, for Star Wars fans of old, that's how we'll treat it. But uh, I know Brownie always wants me to um, stick to the script, so uh, I will formally conclude the introductions by saying this episode was called Chapter 22, Guns for Hire, or Buns for Hire, if we're looking at Swap Shop's uh, uh, rather appalling image. Uh, it was uh, written rather embarrassingly by John Favreau, surprised he put his name to that it was directed by the delightful bryce dallas howard and um i think we're ready to rock should we should we get this shit show on the road should we do it okay mando poster extremely small font even smaller because it's above the mando poster don't know what it says hopefully you do probably something like uh subscribe flash the cash Flash your tits, that kind of thing. Mando, opening credits, and then it is Guns for Hire. That's the chapter we're dealing with tonight. Uh, 22 we're up to. We'll be into triple digits soon, folks. Um, and, well, we I recall, did we, we start with a... Oh, no, we do. I thought we start with some flashback scenes. Or some yeah, uh, recap yeah. scenes. Whoever Whoever did the slides decided not to bother with the recap. Oh well, I good. Can, good. I can give you a, I can give you a quick recap, but there's eight points. Do you Please really want do. me to go into any detail? It's going to take about two minutes. Go on. Go I, no, set us up, Brian, because we're in for we're in for a big one. Set us up, if you will. Right, here's, seemingly, this is what we need to know. Okay, Botox, Karen, and her crew once rescued Baby Yoda and Mando. Uh, number two, her crew abandoned her and became mercenaries with the stolen fleet. Number three. Squid heads exist. Number four, Mando <laughs> won the dark saber in combat with Gus Fring, aka Moff Gideon. Number five, Botox Karen needs the dark saber if she wants to rule Mandalore. 
At number six, she can only do that if she wins the Darksaber in combat. Trouble is, mm. Mando has it. Number seven, Mando was beaten by Discount General Grievous. And number eight, Botox Karen beat Discount General Grievous. So could there be a loophole the size of Linical's tax arrangements? <laughs> allegedly. And would it take them 45 minutes to remember that that exists? Yeah. Has anyone else noticed the... Um... Previously on Mandalorian is getting longer and longer and longer for each episode as though they're having to explain more and more and more to make any fucking sense of what we're about to witness. But uh, Brian, you did a much better job than the actual show. What are we looking at? We're looking at some strange new ship, aren't we? Um, I thought it was the head of, a, of some kind of droid to begin with. But uh, any thoughts on the ship design, anyone? Looks okay. Looks like a bug, doesn't it? At first, glance, at first glance, I thought it was the side of, of Admiral Hatbar's head and the front bit <laughs> was his eye. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see that. Oh, Akbar, it's a trap, he you said. Probably looking at the best bit of the episode right here. Exactly, so, exactly. And it was ripped off from uh, A New Hope, or Star Wars as we all know it. <clears throat> So we switch from that um, strange-looking ship to something more familiar. It's an Imperial ship. Is it uh, is a, a Star Destroyer, a form of Star it's Destroyer? A light cruiser, I think they call it. There we go. The chords all over it, folks. Um, and, uh, I mean, okay, so far we're like, okay, ship, space, we like it. This is the kind of thing we tune in for. Um and then we... Uh, this is where it gets interesting, isn't it? We go inside the ship to find... Now, I don't know what this species is. Is it the squidhead species, whoever squidhead is? On, Does anyone Z. know the species? It's a squid, squidhead thing. I've never <laughs> seen, I've it never is seen squidhead this in species. Star Wars yeah. before. I've never Quarren, seen it. Quarren, I think. Yeah, Quarren. Yeah, absolutely. Return of the Jedi, yeah. Oh, is it, was it in Return of the Jedi? Yeah, I had the, had the toy way back. Oh, I see. I, I don't remember this character at all. They at look all. a bit different. They do look a bit different. Mm. Um, uh, Willie or won't he is, um, is already uh, showing good form for tonight. He says, imagine being fondled by a squid head's chin danglers. I mean, uh, oh, sir, I am. <laughs> <laughs> you, you put that image in our head, Willie. Thanks for that. But, uh, we, we find out that this, uh, strange creatures in a goldfish bowl of some sort, don't we? He's actually, what's yeah. the... Is the idea here that he has to do that? Oh, sorry, I'm misgendering people already. Please don't demonetize me as a total accident. <laughs> she, I presume, it sounds like a female. We don't know. It's not been established. Let's just let's just call it to them. Um, are they? Uh, do they need to go in this uh, glass thing, or is it uh, recreation? Or do anyone want to explain? I don't know. I don't I know thought... the full deep. I don't know the full details, but I remember last week Robot Head made a good point about Gory and Shand, you know, the seaweed pirate. He said, you know, yes. basically he asked, what would a sea creature be doing in space? But uh, what he didn't know is, well, they don't have underwear, they do have fish tanks in space. So that clears that one. Well done, Lucasfilm. Yes. Um... And then we switch from the... Oh, we're uh, we're light on slides tonight, but uh, never mind. But the, yeah, they I think, think a... the, the intervening is that they think yes. that they've been attacked by or hailed by an imperial ship. So they say we didn't realize there was an imperial warlord that we needed to pay off. Sorry, 
Um, and then they're told, we're not a warlord. And they say, okay, sorry, we, we didn't mean to offend you. We didn't realize they were Imperials, but we'll happily pay for your protection. And they said, we're not Imperials either. And then you cut to the next slide. And then That's they say, we're not Imperials, they're Mandalorians. Because is that, um, is that Gus Fring's ship from when he was captured? Is that how they've got it? Yeah, that's oh. They stole it in chapter 11. That was the one. See, he's got a cold, folks, but he's still on the goddamn ball. That's why we have him on here. He's so goddamn good. Um, so, yeah, so plot twist. We go inside the what we think is the Imperial ship, and what do you know? It's full of bloody Mandos. Um, and, in fact, uh, we find out that they're, they're there to actually intercept this ship and someone on the ship. And it was a... It uh, devolves into a rather comedic opening scene. I mean, um, Mega Geek, I'm absolutely dying to get some thoughts on this. So, what, what do you make of this opening and the romance that we're about to witness between uh, two of these kind of sea creatures? And he's on mute. <laughs> YouTube, YouTube's muted him already. They're in fear of what he's about to say. I was in the middle of getting dressed while this scene was happening, and so I just looked over to see that these two weird creatures were sort of face... Um, I can't say... Oh, no. Shit. Face... Um, um, fondling. Um, yeah. Yeah, that face fondling. That's the one we'll go with. Face, um, <laughs> face fondling. And I looked at it, I nice thought... alliteration. Uh, yeah, it's the Mandalorian again. And then I moved on and got dressed again. <laughs> I quite like the way the captain went... Basic is not my native tongue, and then proceeded to speak faultless English. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, so we often say we don't get enough aliens and droids. I mean, this episode is jam-packed with aliens and droids, but they all seem to conveniently speak uh, English, or basic, rather. Um, so we've got this Mandalorian crew, including um, what's the chick behind them? Mercedes, the old WWE wrestler. Uh, what say again, Z? Uh, that's Cosca Reeves. That's the one. Um, uh, if Brownie episodes. was here, I would ask him a question, but he's not. So I'm going to pick on one out of ten. Oh, he... <laughs> <laughs> there, I dare. But it's the wrong one, Brown. I want to ask you about this one, <laughs> this sexy little thing. Um, she didn't look too sure. wet after the water disappeared, did she? Oh no, that was that. If I had my way, she'd be wet. Quick. Moving oh, on, Brown. <laughs> oh, welcome to demonetizing your own stream. He's seeing how quickly you can get demonetized with the minimal amounts of wordage. Um, so, yes, they reveal that they're actually there to intercept the ship, and this is the romantic scene. Are you are you able to con to contribute here, Mega Geek? I want to know what you what you thought this heartfelt romantic scene between two lovers who are being torn apart. What do you make of it? Just made me laugh because the, the, the I don't know. I just laughed because they're too really weird creatures and they're going, I love you and blah, blah. I was like, this is ridiculous. Absolutely. It just looks stupid as far as I was concerned. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, you know, the, the old and cynical aliens, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, maybe, yeah. You're, uh, maybe yeah. you're being discriminatory and That's everyone right. deserves yeah. love. Um, yeah. They do, and I bet their bed smells of fish. <laughs> I was going to say, we, we're allowed to say that these people have vaginas that smell like fish because they are fish, but you stole it, so I can't. 
My word, what a strong smell of halibut. (laughs) 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 And I I was rather touched by this scene. I don't know what you're uh, all mocking it for. You know, we need need to represent all all kinds and all preferences and these... uh, these two are uh, clearly in love. And what did I miss here? One, one is a prince. Did prince, I hear that yeah. right? He's a prince, yeah. Fish face right. is a prince, yeah. The one, uh, son of okay. a Mon Calamari thingy. But it's another felony story of the kidnapped son, kidnapped child again. It's just. And yet another one. It's got about three different tropes that Felony seems to use, and now Favreau is taking it from Felony. There's that, but also a load of this episode really does feel like mishmashed bits of quests from Knights of the Old Republic. So the, the, there's bits in Knights of the Old Republic where you have these kind of stowaways that you have to that you have to try and protect, and there's other bits where you you would go into a place to try and solve a murder mystery, as they do later on in the Droid Bar. And there's another bit where like the whole thing feels like side quests from a game, but not good side quests. The kind they would cut from the final release because they're really quite cringe. They're nothing like Kotor's sort of top tier stuff where you have to. Uh, rescue a protocol droid from a woman who is implied to be fucking it. So um, that's that's superior to this stuff, I think. Also, um, do you see that bit where where the um one of them had a drink in the beginning, and they walk up to the the, the thing and they pour the drink in the water, and this little fish. Yes. Came. <laughs> I was yes. like, what's the point of the drink? They might as well just kill the fish and just chuck it in there because he was going to eat it anyway. Well, it, 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 I thought it was. I thought that they were. Essentially, pouring a, a drink in with the water, but yeah. was it not a, a, a small fish as well? And then it had the fish. So yeah. What's the point of? They might as well just kill the fish and just chuck it in there because she was going to eat it anyway, yeah. right? So there's, there's no point in it being in the glass. It's like what a waste. Of, anyway, whatever. Yeah. We've, we've traditionally had jokes whenever there've been like um, yeah. aquatic species on screen, haven't we? Ever since Mandalorian started, and that first season we had. When Mandalorian's shit got dunked in the ocean, we had that Mon Calamari standing on the dock, like in a mm. in a in a like a Pringle bloody <laughs> cable knit sweater. You know, and also, then we've got I watched that again the other day. Um and he, he yeah, he's he's the one he's standing looking disapprovingly on his little space dock thing as yeah. this crashing ship comes down toward him and you think I am not I wouldn't be standing within twenty feet of, of where this is gonna <laughs> land, but he's just there as this thing crashes down toward him and only by a feat of editing work does it instead collapse into the water. Yeah. I think we're um you know, generally we we all have a fondness and a love for Lucas and everything he did, but where he he maybe uh, went wrong slightly is where he got a bit too close to the real world. And the scene I often think about is, um, oh god, <laughs> the character's names lost me now. I think it was Attack yeah. of the Clones where they go to the cafe. What's his name? Yeah, that yeah, that guy. Um, that, that was his yeah, love it's... letter though. At least there was a point to that. That was his love letter to uh, what's the actor's name? Famous old actor, forties ish, forties and fifties, black and white films. Quite fat, often played a bartender. And basically, the same character model. So even when Lucas was doing quite sort of real world inspired things, mm. he was doing it to kind of aid the genre piece that he was creating. He wasn't just saying, "Let's do Romeo and Juliet with fish." Yeah, well, there's a there's a couple more incidents in this episode. We will get to them, obviously. But uh, George Lucas yeah. did get pulled off for all that stuff, didn't he? He got he made he that did. flying yeah. bug mm-hmm. thing like a Jewish guy, and do you know what I mean? Oh, and what stuff a... like that. <laughs> yeah. So, and he got he got slaughtered by the by the critics, yeah. didn't he, about that, he did. didn't he? he so. did. What all? Uh, 
Um, Brownie wants you all, all you man babies, we're over 100 by the way, unbelievably, Yay. people are tuning in to hear this shit, so uh, we've got to keep <laughs> entertained folks. Uh, Brownie wants you all to not just press the like button, he wants you to smash it, so use your forehead, use your man booby, whatever you've got to hand to smash that like button and uh, destroy your laptop. Um, also, drinking game's on tonight, folks. Uh, whenever you hear a reference which could be deemed uh, sizest in any way or referring to someone's uh, body shape, take a large drink. Uh, whenever you, you hear Ian just say it's fucking stupid, take a large <laughs> drink. Uh, so get stocked up for that one. Uh, Brian doing a stupid accent. Um, uh, Z getting horny over another droid. Um, if Lord Short starts sneezing in the background because he's struggling tonight. And um, what have we got for swappers? Well, just just his, just his avatar for tonight will do. Just take one big drink for that, to be honest. Um, Okay, so we've got this little romance going on, and uh, we, we, we're told here that uh, actually they need to rescue the prince, or not rescue him, it's, uh, he's actually a bounty, isn't he, I think? Uh, his, fa his family paid for him to be retrieved, was that right? I don't yes. know. Oh, yeah, Something like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that guy said it, Then the English guy said it, didn't he? Um, in the ship, yeah, the English Man Mandalorian fella. Axe Woves. Who claimed he's loyal as hell, apart from being the absolute diametric opposite? <laughs> yeah. Um. And then we, uh, where are we now? With Earth, we're going to Earth, folks. Get ready. This in fact, uh, most of this episode sets in the Eden Project. You'll all be pleased to know. <laughs> so we're looking forward to uh, visiting that one. Here it is. Plaza going fifteen. To the Eden Project, but uh, just just before we depart that uh, amazing Romeo and Juliet with the uh, the two fishy characters, um, he, he, sadly he was uh, he was whisked away from his lover, wasn't he? And um, <laughs> well, uh, that story's going to come back, isn't it? It's, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it was in there for a reason. I mean, they yeah. would have just put a pointless fucking scene in for no reason whatsoever. I'm sure. No, um, no, that's not. That's nothing like what the Mandalorian no. does every week. <laughs> no. no. Um, hello to, um, um, uh, I feel as though the name could be a joke, but I'm not sure. Amber Sidaway. Sidaway. Am, I, am I missing something or am I just that sceptical now about names? <laughs> I think well, you're just Don't skeptical. blame you. Yeah, don't blame you. Amber, I apologize if I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, second guessing your name, but she says, Your this name must dream... be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it must be a joke, for God's sake. No one's called Amber Sidaway. Um, this stream is my favorite way to watch The Mandalorian. I think we've got to the point now where most of the chat are not watching The Mandalorian. They're just turning up to watch a shit over a load of stills of The Mandalorian. What a what a time to be alive, folks! This is it what is, it's come um, to. It, it's reaching Batwoman territory, where we will soon become the Mandalorian's largest devoted fan base. I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, points of clarification from uh, Amber Sidaway. Not a joke. It's just my name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Amber. Do please unlike and unsubscribe. Um, or or just look at the other it. names that are going to pop up in chat over the course of the exactly. stream. You'll understand why we were skeptical. Uh, again, again, the effects were really good in this. You know, oh, um, you yeah. know, you can't you can't really fault the effects. You can fault the script, but you can't fault the effects. The effects, the effects are really top notch in this. 
Uh, mission for the the chat because uh, you know I want you putting the effort in tonight. Um, alternative puns and names for Amber Sidaway, if you would please. I'm sure. Oh, she that, won't that's mind. mean. We can't buddy chat. <laughs> <laughs> Brown's pinging me like mad. <laughs> Don't do that for God's sake. Um, Amber, it's all love. You know it's all love. Your favourite man baby loves you. Uh, so here we are, Eden Project. Um, fantastic um, Botox Karen ship. And I don't know thoughts on this world, Brian. Let's let's get your thoughts. I mean, uh, looks a bit like Scotland, doesn't it? But without all the litter and migrants, what do you what do you think of it? <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! <laughs> Am I in trouble already? Yeah, that reminds me of the St. Enoch Centre. I think Melvin deeply know what I'm talking about in Glasgow. I was going to say the Louvre, but it's a, a bit too rounded and breast-like for for that. Do you know, once the strange things here, the voiceover when they're in the cockpit says that the uh, the planet is called the Outer Rim's only direct democracy, right? So see if it's a direct democracy. Why is Christopher Lloyd's character amassing battle droids? Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's, a, he's a separatist, right, who wants oh a democracy. Yes, he's yeah. He's on an Outer Rim planet where the Republic doesn't exist, and it's a democracy. So what it, the fuck is he doing? It's, because it's bad they, writing again. You it know? is, but they also periodically forget that the planet isn't part of the Republic because they offered to pitch to the Republic to recognise Mandalore at some point during this episode, omitting the fact that they are not themselves, as far as I understand, a member of the Republic. But yeah, when it gets to that end scene, when he's been, yeah, well, we'll get there. But like my, my reaction to that was just, well, then why? The place is already exactly what you wanted it to be. And I thought I must have yeah. missed something, which explained his weird... Well, yeah, we're jumping ahead, but I thought I would. I missed something, but I gather I didn't. Oh, I think um, absolutely. I'm not reading a good out script. Smilex's comment. That's, the thing. that's what we're missing. It's just a good script. It's just this is just nonsense. The whole episode's nonsense. Another there you go. Take today. a drink, folks. He's uh, he's gone early. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm not reading Brown. Get that off the screen quick. I'm not reading that out. That's going to get us in trouble. But we have had a uh, a contribution for Amber's name. I'm Wimboway, I Wimboway, I Wimboway, and sit away, I'm a Wimboway, I'm a Wimboway. Uh, so there you go, Amber. Uh, he, he, he went to all that effort and he got your your first name wrong. It's not Am, and it's Amber. Yeah. Um, anyway, okay, uh, Flat Planet, uh, bit of a kind of weird uh, tit dome-like thing, and um, Botox Karen... Is Botox Karen starting to carry this goddamn show? What Looks are you, like Swappers? It. Swappers, yeah. what do you think? She's front and centre pretty much the mm. whole time, isn't she? Like, uh, Dingerin's kind of pushed to the side. We're kind of forgetting about him a bit. He's a bit of a sidekick now, and he's pushed to the back. And the, whenever she's on screen, she's the one in the in the centre of the screen, right at the front, in the, in the limelight. She's got all the lines, you know, and except, well, all the lines and none of the facial expressions, sadly. <laughs> Also, <laughs> the fact that they like to they they shoved in our face in the very beginning in the uh, um you know in the um what happened in the other episodes how many times she rescued him do you know what I mean so you know obviously they're they're, they're I just think that they're gonna drop him and make her the Mandalorian going going yeah. forward that's what yeah, I think uh, but still right at the end of this episode he's basically been reduced to comic relief thug sidekick. Yeah. That's all he does. He just quips occasionally, kicks things, and mm. stands around looking. Well, I seen looking nonplussed as much as you can look nonplussed through a helmet. <laughs> that's what he looks like. Yeah. Can yeah. anyone do a good impression of the flute flute noise from the Mandalorian? No. No. <laughs> no. Oh God. Where's... No. <laughs> no, that was a bad one. <laughs> this is the Sidaway. 
This is the way. There's another one for you, Amber. Some administrator Um, on this planet thought it'd be a good idea to have a landing jingle. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. I thought my phone was going off because I I sort of drifted off at this part of the episode, and then this weird little jingle comes on. I thought, what? What the fuck? What? Have I downloaded an app that I don't remember? But no, it's actually in the show. It just sounds like it's coming through your phone. Um, Andy Masterson um, hey, is Andy. done. He's done with Star Wars. It's, it's, tonight was the final not, straw. Not with the stream. Not with the stream. Not with the stream. Just just the Star Wars. Um, I think we're, many of us have been done for a long time, but uh, that's why we turn up. We are we are kicking the corpse down the road, so to speak. Um, Tim had a bomb, I'll say it because Brownie loves to say it. This show sucks, I have spoken. And uh, what have we got here? Obi-Wan Darkseid. This show will now be known as the Ka- Karen DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is it is uh, the Bo-Katan show, folks, isn't it? Um, he's absolutely right. It is indeed. So Bo-Katan, obviously, Mando's now... Mando might as well sit in the fucking lap like Baby Yoda. He's such a passenger here, but she's uh, she takes the ship in, but then doesn't it get... Um, I don't know if it's a tractor beam, but it's uh, somehow... It's not even that. It's actually yeah. something much more useful. They take full control of the ship to make it land, so they don't just tractor mm. it in. They, Bo- Botox Karen actually says they've taken control of the ship, which just makes me think, well, if you can do that, why doesn't every big capital ship have that ability? Like, how easy would it have been if the Empire could just control your ships from their Star Destroyer? But, you know, we don't need these things to be consistent with if, themselves. If they're not allowed firepower, that might be one way of keeping themselves safe, getting under the radar. Hmm. Oh, it, no, it's definitely... Crap. It's very useful for them, I'm sure, yeah. My, my problem is that it's very useful in a huge number of different settings and scenarios where it's never, ever been used and won't ever be used again. So, all power to them for having it, but... um. But everyone else should probably have it too. Uh, Kirantos says it's uh, law-breaking bullshit. Yeah, um, I agree. Again, again look at the effects. I mean, when they land on that place, and and uh, you know, I mean, gosh, they must have spent a lot of money on those effects because those effects are really, mm. you know, again, I'd say top-notch. You know, for, even for a movie, I just, mm. just it's incredible. I think it's a shame that that's the only good thing about this show. It really is. Never mind. See, and people say we're negative, Ian, but we always give credit where it's due, don't we? Exactly. And, uh, exactly. Um, Z, I'm going to need you for this next one. Can you read out this next message in three, two, one, go? Princess Fiona in the chat says, that's no moon, it's Lizzo. <laughs> oh, no, we can't go there. <laughs> Get rid of it, Brown. We can't do that kind of thing. Um, take a drink, everyone. Um, we're not even, we've not even got to Lizzo and we're, the chat is already beside themselves. Abject mediocrity says Lizzo is so insufferable. She's a, (laughs) she's a defense in herself. Um, they wouldn't need technology to take control of the ship because she acts as a gravity well. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe those domes are modeled on her backside. (laughs) They are her backside. (laughs) Uh, uh, in the chat, let me know what you're drinking tonight. Kirantos is on the Guinness. Uh, mm. Brownie's on the crack cocaine in the green room. <laughs> Brian's on the iron brew. Um, anyone else? Uh, D- D- Lord Chord's on the lemp sips, I think. No, no, I'm on the whiskey, actually. But it's the same oh. thing, really. 
Oh, fair play to you, sir. Um, I'm currently drinking tea, sir. I'm trying to get the taste oh. of Uncle Owen out my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't make those references. Don't do it. Um, what else have we got? Uh, another Lizzo comments. Uh, might as well get them out of the way now. Um, swappers, we do the honours, please. Uh, Dan Golyasak in the chat says, uh, "Just get Lizzo to sit on the fat. Uh, just get Lizzo to sit on the bad guys for fuck's sake." You say we're yeah. getting these out of the way, but she's not even on the screen yet, so <laughs> no, they're just going to come yet. back later. <laughs> not yet. It's yeah. brilliant. This it just keeps. This is the episode that keeps giving. It's brilliant. <laughs> so um, they remote control. Uh, Bring them into the landing area, which is, uh, as, as they often like to do, miles away from where they actually need to be, as we're going to find out in a moment. But, um, yeah, they bring them into the kind of docking port area. As, I'm as, be... Sorry, can I ask a question? Have, have we ever please. seen have we ever seen joysticks on a, on a, on a Star Ooh. Wars ship before? Oh. I think it doesn't the, the X-Wing that Luke pilots in um, A New Hope. No, I don't think it's a joystick. Is it a joystick? It's just the one, though, so it's not it's not a double set, but it's the basic sort of single. Because I know on, on Han Solo's ship, the, the Millennium Falcon, he doesn't have a joystick. He seems to be pressing switches or something. I don't know what he's doing, but but I'm just surprised to see, like, you know, like, um, you know, Xbox, uh, you know, joysticks on, on yeah. a ship. I think I've actually got one of those when I play X-Wing Alliance. Because, <laughs> because as I said, I've never seen I've never seen joysticks on a ship before in Star Wars. Or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, the chat is absolutely alive tonight. Franco says they need those domes to fit Lizzo in. And uh, Dave Dissect says if there's a bright center <laughs> to the universe, Lizzo is the furthest from it. Um, good God, it's going to be... Wait till she's actually on screen. It's going to be uh, an absolute shit show. But, um, okay, so they dock... Um, Credit where it's due, we love this ship. I think we all agree on that, don't yeah. we? We actually yep. do love this ship. It looks great, whether it's flying, whether it's uh, landing or docked or wherever it may be. They messed it up, though, because they because the others have the same ship, don't they? Yeah, it's a engine. stolen fleet, but they've just yeah. stolen the exact same model same of ship. ship. Yeah, it just, make, just it doesn't make it, it special a little, anymore now. It is a little bit Jedi Starfighter. It is a bit, yeah. I, I think this just goes to highlight how absolutely useless the N1 Starfighter is. <laughs> by the way, no, did you like that, that but... um, black droid? By the way, Z. Easy, indeed. And let's remember, black droids matter. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you see he fell right into my trap. I knew oh, he was going to say. Walked that. into that one. Um, the listening fat's back with us, folks. Uh, we're so honoured to have him. I don't know what his comment means, but I always love his contributions. Um, I hope it's not a threat. I don't know what that means. Um, so we're docked. We're, we're ready to go into the Eden Project. I've never been. I'm excited. And um, I have. There's we... a giant plant that looks like a penis in there. Uh oh, oh no. All got genitalia on the mind. What's wrong with you all? Um, so we're, we're greeted by. Well, we have to go to Z. There's only one man we can go to here. Is it a is it a protocol and astromech? D, I presume, no, and they're imperial, I believe. Droid. Death Star droid and an astromech. Death Star droid. Mm. Wow. So uh, um, I don't know where they pick those up from, but they certainly shouldn't be there. And I mean, this is a bit of a theme for the episode. Not that it deals in such intricacies as theme and logic, but uh, these are imperial droids, I believe, converted for. Um, 
domestic use or, or civil use? I don't know. Okay, set it up for us, Z. What what the fuck's going on with the droids in this episode? I have absolutely no idea, sir. There's so many different types, and I don't know how they all got there. But it's um very pleasing to see them all. But if this is one of the isolated uh, planets on the outer rim, they sure have a lot of battle droids. They do. Well, the, the the argument that they use is that otherwise these have been sent away and smelted. But because they've managed to turn droid into sort of automated workforces, it means that nobody else on the planet has to work anymore. So that's why they sort of keep all the old weapon droids around with them. The, the, the other thing this episode reminded me of, isn't there an episode of the third, is it the 13th Doctor, Jody's Doctor, where they go to this Amazon warehouse, which is entirely yeah. staffed by robots that malfunction? Yeah. yeah. Kablam, yes. Kablam. Yes. I thought there was. Terrible episode. Mm. Uh, Ponty Paul uh, asks, <laughs> do not Brian, Z and Swappers have YouTube channels? I've found the others. Uh, yeah, so Swappers, Bri- Swappers has a channel. Swappers yeah, got do. a channel. Yeah, yeah. It's Demon, Demon Side Synthwave, not Swap Shop. So you might, you might... Demon Side Synthwave, he's, yeah. uh, he has to work under different pseudonyms for uh, legal reasons. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, Brian, I believe, is just really the star of this show, aren't you, Brian? You, uh... I don't know if stars are accurate. I think it's the industrial well... uh, nomad, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Z, do you uh, do you ju- just the only fans? Is it you don't do YouTube anymore? I don't have a YouTube channel at present, sir, but I am looking into it. Oh, you should so do it, Z. Oh, yes. Um, yes. I have a YouTube channel. I only post one video a year, folks, but. Uh, I am reliably informed I'm going to be have to release my trilogy on YouTube. It's uh, uh, Star Wars not interest anymore. Um, so we are. They get into this. Um, what do we call it? Like a mo- monorail, sh- monorail type it, thing. Yeah, it's very, monorail. it's very um, Logan's Run, isn't it? All that stuff. It look. It reminded. Mm. Remember Logan's Run? The the um, special. Yeah. The, yeah, it kind of reminds me of that. So I don't know if it was a, like a tribute to them. I don't know, but well, yeah. Um, off topic, but uh, Little Platoon, you poor bastard. Did you watch all of Jodie Whittaker's run? No, I, I watched JX's run through of Jodie Whittaker's run. So I know roughly what happens, but I wasn't going to sit through it. <laughs> and it's uh, first season one for me. That was it. I had enough after season one. Uh, he's not a flagellant, for God's sake. You know, he has got some uh, taste. Um, <laughs> so they get into this this... Thing. Baby Oda's in his little cot. He's just along for the ride. Was there any point to Baby Oda in this episode? I'm trying to recall. Was he? He just felt like he was kind of just. Um, he gets knighted at the end. He <laughs> does. Yeah. He does get knighted. <laughs> I wish oh I my was god. Making this up, but no. He's now Sir Baby Yoda of Planet whatever the fuck. He does that flip, doesn't he, when he sees food? Also like, that, yeah. Yeah, that bit made me laugh. I guess. But yeah. <sighs> yeah. So. <laughs> So this thing takes off a, 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 like um, like Rita and Alton Towers. If you've been there, just from a standing start, goes absolutely hell to the leather. And um, and then we we arrive in the Eden Project, don't we? And uh, <laughs> what's the thoughts? Go on, Mega. Give us the thoughts on the design of this uh, this city, this domed city. It's as I said. It's very much. It reminds me um, of uh, Logan's Run. Logan's Run had. Uh... Actually, they stole that footage. I think Buck Rogers stole the footage for the TV show. But yeah, it's um, it's very much like that, isn't it? Um, but the thing is that the effects, again, the effects are top notch. You know, mm-hmm. even when they're sitting in there, you know, and and the, you know the background's going by and stuff like that, it just looks like they're there. You know, um, so 
again, I would um, hats off to the visual effects guys. They they've been doing a sterling job. I think it borrows it borrows a bit from iRobot as well. Um, yes, not just not just the aesthetic, but there's also the sequence with the the droid that they discover yeah. and it runs off, and the yeah, whole yeah, yeah. sequence that follows is it, it's borrowing a lot of stuff. It's just a shame that it's and I'm I'm usually fine with that, but you do actually have to tell a good story with it. You can't just steal things and then make it all worse. You're referring to that scene where um there was thousands of them and Will Smith had to go and see which one was sent. Yeah, yeah, bit, and yeah. then he finds it, and then it runs off, and then he has yeah. to chase it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a copy. Yeah. There you go. Princess Fiona says Logan's bum. <laughs> well done, Princess. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going any further with that pun. Um, so we are walking down corridors, which is very Star Wars-y. And then um, I believe we then enter... Uh, at first, I thought it reminded me of the scene in Empire on Cloud City where they go, where Darth Vader's invites them all yeah. to dinner. But very rapidly, it turned more into Canto Bites, which I was so excited <laughs> for. Um, <laughs> Swappers, what do you make of this scene? It was uh, the the dinner table full of uh, aliens and uh, plants and various things. I, I honestly didn't quite really know what to think. Um, <laughs> I was sort of sort of dumbstruck, to be honest with you, at what I was watching to begin with. But we got these, we got these like what, what are they? Stormtroopers with with like without the helmets with Alice in Wonderland style Queen of Hearts outfits on without the helmets. <laughs> Standing yeah. on either side, uh, carrying sticks. Um, and uh, uh, when have we ever seen this in Star Wars ever, other than the the shit sequel trilogy? So, you know, I think it's it's pretty obvious the direction they're going in with this show, uh, and it's it's pretty much beyond hope, isn't it? Now, if they're showing this off halfway through the season or toward you know towards the end of the season, then it's just it, we're not going to get any improvements after this. Yeah. It's also, also it's, sorry, it's not oh. worth um it's not worth watching the episode just to appreciate how bad the acting in these scenes is. But there are clips <laughs> of it on Twitter where you can go and see yeah. how bad the acting in these scenes is. It's it's it, it's actually probably on a par with some amateur dramatics thing you can see in a local village theater. It really is fucking abysmal. Uh, I, I have no idea how they thought. Yeah, this will do. Also, um, I don't understand what's going on on the table. So they have this big creature in a big glass thing above them. And then all these straws come down and it's connected to all the people that are eating on the table. So are they eating that creature in, in the bowl at the top? Well, or yes. is well, that... I think they're the... Because um, Jack Black actually says, I hope you like secretions. Oh, so they're drinking... It's the secretions, secretions of that animal, yes. Oh, I see. Okay, so I was just I was just wondering how that works, basically. So, but Dodgily. anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, I've got to go with this comment, folks. This happened to be the best scene in the world, but it's just a tribute. Uh, yes, it's Jack Black and it's Lizzo, folks. So uh, let's set the chat on fire. Mm -hmm. We have our first uh, glimpse, or well, I say glimpse. I mean, uh, she's uh, she, pretty much in everyone's eye line, no matter where you're looking. It's Lizzo. Um, who is she? Who is Lizzo? I don't know. I don't know, Mega. Does any uh, Lord Chord maybe he's down with the kids? She's Who's an, um, Lizzo? An American, well. I was going to say musician, but but that's completely mm. wrong. Ostensibly, she is, I think, an American musician with also a, a fashion line which promotes very very. It's it's um it's Swap Shop's 
profile picture. She promotes fashion for morbidly <laughs> obese people um, and claims that this is a sign of body positivity and that it's healthy for people oh. to be like this. They gave oh. her, was it Thomas Jefferson, the, the famous Persons? Thomas Jefferson, has um, a, a crystal flute which has never, ever been touched or played by anyone, ever, because it's one of the, the most priceless artifacts in any American museum. They gave it to her to play for the first time ever on stage. So Thomas Jefferson's crystal flute has been blown by Lizzo, and he is rolling his grave in pain. <laughs> so is she that... So uh, I'm getting confused. Is this woman, the woman... I saw a picture of this big fat woman going on a plane. That's not her, is it? <laughs> it, is. it is. Yeah, that's her. It's her. Oh, okay. It's Swappers, look at Swappers' profile picture. Yeah, it's I know, I know. Massive, oh. flabby-ass cheeks. That's what I'm saying. I was just like... Oh, oh, God. God. <laughs> so it's Look her it. then. Like two oh, okay. badly parked Volkswagen Beetles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so she's so is she a famous model or something? Or a, she, she's a musician. A... She doubles as a model with a fashion range. So oh, she's see. she's a mix of everything. But she was for a time. I think she's slightly faded out of public consciousness maybe maybe not judging by chat but but she was for a time she was very famous largely for that photo because she was held up as this icon of body positivity and that this is health this is a healthy way to be we should celebrate it because people rightly took the piss out of that photo and then the entire sort of leftish media establishment went to bat for lizzo um by saying that there's nothing wrong with being morbidly obese you're not going to die mm. before you're 50. clues so, in the word morbid <laughs> Really, isn't it? So yeah. it seems like if you're stupid and have stupid logic, then you become famous in Hollywood now. That's yes. what it seems like to me. It's just really weird, mm. isn't it? I think um, she's only there to make Jack Black look slim. <laughs> <laughs> Objective achieved. Um, yeah, someone said it earlier, in, and the, obviously the chat's on fire at the moment, that uh, if you'd have shown someone this scene... Uh, they would never have believed it was from Star Wars. And yeah. it just, it looks about as far from Star Wars, I guess. Can anyone explain what is the thing behind Lizzo? It follows her around. It's some kind of hologram. Does anyone know what that? I think it's there to cover on? her bottom, isn't it? So you oh, can't see how big it is. it is, I think. Oh, it's so. some, <laughs> some sort of gravity support device that allows her to stand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it does look, the sets are really nice, you know, there's nice colour in there, you know, I mean, just, just being positive for for a bit, you know, the yes. set's well designed, you know, the costumes are quite colourful, blah, blah, Body blah. positive? Mm -hmm. No body positive, come on, oh, she's right. overweight, she's overweight, she, you know, giving a bad example. It's a lifestyle choice, it's, uh, she's probably got about 10 years, it's fine. Um, Brian, <laughs> Princess Fiona, would you do the honours, please? He can't repel cellulite of this magnitude. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, princess. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Um, just sticking on, on positive just briefly, that there's a hint of a good idea in what they're trying to do because his background, Jack Black's background, is that he used to work for the Empire. He went yeah. through their rehabilitation program. He's now gone because this planet used to be part of the Empire and he's gone as part of his rehabilitation to help um, rebuild it and to turn it into this direct democracy. That's not the good idea because that's basically saying that you're putting your abuser in charge of your therapy session. Yeah. But the good idea is that they, they are consistently, surprisingly consistently, trying to portray the New Republic and everything around the New Republic is lapsing into what we know the New Republic becomes in the uh, the sequel trilogy. Now, that's a good idea in the, in the name of consistency, but it, it, they do it in fairly 
quirky ways. This idea that complacency effectively recreates the worst features of the old empire and that the Republic is doomed because everyone is too lazy and too comfortable and too fat and well-fed to actually look at what they're doing to themselves, which is kind of the underlying message of this episode. There's some hint, semblance of a good idea in there somewhere. It's just that everything else around it is utter shit. <laughs> Yes, I was actually got to this scene and I thought the New Republic have forgiven so many Imperials, it's no wonder the First Order came to power. Mm-hmm. Uh, Z, you, you, while, while I've got you, Z, um, yeah. we are at uh, 52 minutes, 30 seconds. This is the moment we get demonetized. I'd like you to read this one out, please, Z. Pontypool82 in the chat says, she is so large, <laughs> two guys could beep. Make love to her at the same time and still never meet. Excellently navigated, sir. Excellently navigated. That line? Oh, that's me. Slap her fine riding with the wave. That's, that's another one, isn't it? <laughs> Throw a bag of um, flour on her so you can find the wet spot. But that's another one as well. <laughs> it's another one. Uh, no. So we're having a nice. Di- I mean, we're so we're so fixated with who the hell Lizzo is and how um, how how body positive she is. But they are having a, a chat here about the essentially how this city works. Um, and uh, we find out this character of Jack Black um, is a would reformed imperialist. Is that how we'd describe him? Yes. Yeah, so and the, the, um, bit, the bit that I just spieled out. He went through yeah. their rehab program, and he's yes. now elected king. And um, obviously, they're going to set up uh, the side quest that's uh, about that's to be right. revealed in a rather convoluted way. Um, but yes, they explain they've got this whole thing going on where they're working with the, uh, the 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 Mandalorian gang, but they can't enter the city. Well, we're going to get into this shortly, I think, but. Um, yeah, is there anything else I'm missing? What's the uh, basically the droids? Droids are like um, essential to the, the the daily runnings of the city. But uh, we're about to find out one of the two of them have been going rogue. It is uh, it's the I best think... depiction so far on screen of fully automated luxury communism when robots do all the work <sighs> and you just sit there being artistic. And actually, Jack Black uses that line: "Citizens turn themselves to artistic pursuits and, and other things because all of the menial labor is done by robots." Um, which is, is, again, you can do really fascinating things with that as a premise. It's just that this episode doesn't really, but at least the premise is there. Thing is, though, I never used to think about the droids <laughs> having any kind of life other than to serve, you know, the, 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 the human, so to speak, in the Star Wars universe. And it's this kind of trash that's kind of added another dimension to them, which really is not needed, really, is it? If, if, mm-hmm. if you take my drift. Yeah, the know. kind of droid rates. Yeah, and all that. Right, all yeah. Uh, Brian, while we've got you, can you just read out this uh, doozy from Eda Bargadix? E Bargadix. Eda Bargadix. <laughs> How many drinks have I had? Eda Bargadix in the chat says, if it looks like Lizzo, you might struggle to jizzo. Fuck that as a demonetization. <laughs> Sorry, bro. It's gone brown, uh, but we've we've got we've still got 126 retrobates following the party, following the fun. Um, Hopefully, that laugh would cover cover that word. 
Yes. YouTube wouldn't notice it, you know. That they would, yes, they, we've, yeah. got, we've got away with that one. Uh, so we've moved from the dinner table and into the, I don't know what you call it, like the, 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 the comms center, the security center, I don't know. But yeah. the bald head that you're seeing is unbelievably, hold Don't on to your man. childhood memories, it's Christopher Lloyd. And anyone who's not seen... The episode, which many who, who, who sit through this uh, debacle each week don't seem to have, uh, may be shocked that not only did we have the tremendous full figure of Lizzo and, and, and Jack Black, we also had Christopher Lloyd in this episode. Um, who can who can give us uh, a quick synopsis of what the character of Christopher Lloyd was playing uh, in, in this particular episode? In the episode as a whole or just in this scene? Well, oh yes, I see what you're doing there. You're, 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 oh, you're, you're, you're holding things back correctly. At the moment, yeah, set set him up for what we know at this point in time. Yeah, at the moment he's kind of head of security, and we know that he's got, you know, he's involved with the droids and programming the droids into becoming docile, plant servants essentially, Um, and he keeps a watch over everyone and everything. Um, and he essentially enables everything on this planet to function as it does. Is what we know about him so far. Mm. Great well, Scott. There, yeah. there was um, I, I shared this on on Twitter earlier because I was going through a couple of the reviews for this episode while I was in a taxi. Screen rant, um, really, really reaching. But it noted that there were uh, three celebrity cameos in this episode, and it found two reasons that the show could conceivably be called good. In the first place, it shows that new characters sometimes convey information to the audience, which is, I mean, Ooh. yeah, okay, well done. And in the second place, they said that Lizzo, if you really think about it, is kind of like Padme. What? (laughs) Brilliant. The reasoning for that being that they were both queens, but both elected. So One's bigger than the other, I know that. Yes. (laughs) Yes, but Padme had twins. (laughs) Lizzo could eat several Padmes, but Padme certainly couldn't eat a full Lizzo. Um, Robohead's in the chat, folks. Star of last week's episode... Um, and uh, hero to us all, Robot Head. We uh, we love to hear it, and he is uh, he's somewhat disappointed that he wasn't on this week because this was yes, this was a a new low, and I can't wait for your uh, reaction video on that, Robot Head. So uh, good to see you again, sir. Um, so we are with uh, Christopher Lloyd. There he is. There's his full frontal as such, um, shaved head look, and he's he's. Uh... he's cracking on a bit now isn't he what, yeah, are, what is he 80s, he's in his, isn't he? he's in his 80s. 80s yeah, yeah but he's yeah. i've got to say this folks look back to the future probably uh, well up until uh, mm. recent years was on a par with star wars now that star wars disgraced itself under disney back to the future is now standalone my favorite ever franchise i'm so pleased bob gale will refuses to sell the rights so we'll it's never good. see it uh, destroyed mm. like star wars I have to say this, I love Christopher Lloyd. I didn't enjoy his performance. Has anyone... No, he was was okay. I mean, I I don't think he was bad. I just think, obviously, he needs the money, so that's why he's there. And also, it's only two stars in this, because Lizzo's not really a star, let's face it. She's she's, she's, she's just there because of... Because, if you know what I mean. Tragically, she probably has a bigger following than Jack Black. That's a guess, but I would be surprised if it weren't true. Yeah, but the thing is, though, Jack Blackie, I respect, and also I respect Chris Lloyd as well. You know, both both amazing I, actors, as far as I'm concerned. 
I hated Indeed. the fact that he was in this, but after yeah. seeing him in 2015 with some of the celebrations for, you know, obviously the Back to the Future yeah. 2 date, he looked quite kind of dotery and uh, mm. delivering his lines, some of the things he did, said on stage. He just didn't look as if he was having a good time at all. And it was nice to see him back here. Not quite yes. up to full strength, but doing well for mm. a, an older lad. He was oh, good in Nobody, oh, wasn't yeah. he? He's good in nobody. He was I'm, a nobody. G- I'm glad to see him getting a bit of the Disney dime, but uh, I don't know. Maybe oh, I, I was just on a down of this whole episode. Full on good. stereotype of the big red button kill switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that actually made me chuckle. Well, the thing is, though, um, the, the, oh, you know, uh, Chris Lloyd and Jack Black and all <laughs> the stars go. that have been in Mandalorian, they don't really care about the content. They just care about the paycheck. It's obvious. If they did think a lot about what's been presented, they probably wouldn't do it if they if they didn't need the money. But it's obvious they need the money. That's why they're there. They don't care. So there you go. Brian, um, I don't know if you've got this in your locker. Can you do a, a Doc Brown with uh, this comment? Not the best at the uh, Phil Ashier in the chat says, Great Scott, Marty. Lizard's ass has one point, one gigawatts of power. <laughs> it's, it's Doc Brown if he was a Nigerian prince. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's spelled Jigglewatts by the look of it, not Jigglewatts. <laughs> Jigglewatts. Yeah, oh, no. You, um, you really fucked that one up, Brian, but uh, I appreciate <laughs> the efforts. Sorry, I Phil. Uh, so there's the big red button. Just push it, Putin. We're all fucking done for. <laughs> Just push the goddamn button. After today, I'm ready for it. Um, but um, yeah, the button. Uh, what? I, I, honestly, I did this episode. What does pushing the button at this point do? Can anyone remind me? Well, if he pushes the big red button, all the droids shut down, and society would collapse because nobody would know how to survive. Oh, Later. so he's, he's not pushing the button at the moment. He's just showing us what might happen. Is that just right? lightly fondling it, isn't he? I think. Yeah, he's caressing, caressing the button. Okay. Um, uh, the Lizzo jokes are still going strong, folks. I've got a feeling it's another walk moment. This it could, we've got a few weeks worth out of this. Lizzo's <laughs> outer rim is three days from her inner rim. <laughs> there we go. Good work, uh, princess. Um, Okay, so basically, uh, we're on a side quest, aren't we? We're on a side quest, and um, swappers, what, what? Just get, get, explain this goddamn side quest, because I, as best you can. This, I, I genuinely thought I, I, I was, I was watching a video game being played by somebody. At this point, when they have to, they go to this planet looking for her tribe of Mandos. And then they get saddled with this quest that they have to do <laughs> before the plot can progress, right? And all the whole time this is going on, I'm thinking, what about the fish people? What what have they got to do with any of this? Thinking, like, did I make something? Did I did I tune out for a little while there? Because let's face it, during Mando, that's pretty common to do. Um, but they're sitting here talking to these Ugnaughts, which are the guys from Empire Strikes Back who are supposed to be droid yeah. experts, right? And they're, they're, traditionally, they're supposed to be, according to Lucas and the films and everything, they're supposed to be just like a, you know, thick people that just stick droids together. And then, you know, they're just low, low level intelligence sort of factory workers. That's all they're supposed to be. And, and QL from season one was just like a, like an exception to the rule, I guess, really. He's like a studious version of one of these, um, one of this race. 
And these are supposed to be just people that just sort of go ur, 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 each other and and make a droid. That's all they do. But suddenly, oh no, we can't have that anymore. That these these are all like uh, Cambridge students now. So they're all going to sit there and have a, an intelligent debate around the table. Um, and to begin with, they're not listening to Bo-Katan. So I don't know if that's some, like some kind of reverse sexism going on that uh, she gets revenge on later on because you I know, think it's no I think it's to the women. No, but I think the Mandalorian said that there's a way to speak to them, isn't there? So he knew how to speak to them, and and uh, she was, I think she was expressing it all wrong. Yeah, I the think loose we were... rule is that you have to be declarative, and that's yeah. what enables you to end every declarative sentence with "I have spoken," and that I yeah. think is supposed yeah. to imply that they respect you because you are definite in what you think, and there's no frills about what you say. That's right. Yeah, I think we're experiencing we're experiencing um, the woman's eye view of a male a male world here, where they're always ignored. Uh, whenever they go into a workshop, so I think mm. that might be something to do with it. Mm. Bit, of a, bit slightly a bit of a stretch, but yeah, it is a bit. It is a bit. <laughs> the entire thing's a bit Just, of a stretch. Slow the previous point though that you raised about the the mandalorians that they're trying to find because that's the nominal purpose of this entire episode is that they have to get to the mandalorians who are currently landed with all of their fleet over on a field somewhere they can't just go straight there because reasons um so they have to go on this long side quest in order to earn the right to go and see them but their presence makes no sense whatsoever because jack black's character explains that they pay them to defend them and then in the next scene he says we don't have any defenses, so that means we can spend all of our money on luxury. And then he says, but we pay the Mandalorians, who are really good mercenaries, to defend us instead. And then they say, well, they aren't allowed to come into the city to meet our main characters because the city's laws prohibit standing armies from arising, from arriving. Sorry, But Bogotan and Mando are allowed in with all of their weapons because it's part of their culture. But then that means that the Mandalorians in the fields can come in and out if they want to on their own, so long as they don't come in as an army, because it's also part of their culture, does it not? So, yeah, um, nothing about the episode really makes what you might call sense. Yeah. Bollocks. Another star cameo, uh, Peter Dinklage here, someone points out. Um, this little uh, guy actually reminded me of Ronnie Corbett. This <laughs> 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 is not the one about the Philly franchise. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Everyone under 35 has got no idea what you mean, Brian, but I appreciate the reference. Um, You've heard of Ronnie Corbett. Uh, oh, good on you, sir. Well, I know you like your retro British comedy, so uh, you're a, an Ronnie outlier. Corbett's, he's a legend, mate. He's a legend. He's a legend. He's legend, a legend in his own yeah. uh, boxes. <laughs> um, point of a uh, technical point. The mouth of the Ugnaughts when they talk didn't mm. seem right. Really? Did anyone else get yeah. that, or was it just it wasn't it just a... like Captain Seaweed perform? Yes, <laughs> it was. Gordian it just yeah. I thought they they look. I mean, in the still, they look great, but when they spoke, yeah, it didn't look right for me. Um, I, either that, or it was the dodgy uh, dodgy stream I was watching it on one or the other. Um, but yes, we have this. Uh, Sexism from the Ugnaughts. They won't listen to Botox Karen. God damn them. Um, but, uh, yes, we, we, we find out. I mean, I'm, tr I'm trying to piece together this fucking plot, and it's an absolute shit show. But, um, essentially, some of these droids are going rogue, and um, 
Mando's uh, or, or, or Mando and Botox Karen have got to go on side quest number 47 to um, to to weed out the rogue droids because they can't use the normal Mando's because something to do with there's a law stopping them coming to the city. I'm trying to make sense of this, folks. It, it, you yep. can't do it. I'm sorry. Little, uh, little Ognor, Ronnie Corbett gave him a device to locate the droids that could be going mental next. Oh, that's it. He gave them a, a predict the future device, which said, yes. this is this is where we think the next pre-crime will happen. Yes. Um, more plot armor than Beskar armor in this episode. Did that come yeah. in handy? I can't remember. The episode was so awful. Kinda, it kind of did. Yeah, All Mando sets about the droids here. Ah, See now, okay. moment. Uh, we're holding steady in uh, the 120s, folks. What have we got to do to, to shed the numbers? You know, I don't like going over uh, over 99. So we're going to have to up the ante and offend a few more people. So uh, <laughs> let's let's see what I can do over the next four hours. Anyway, we're just getting warmed up here, man, babies. I've got my next rum and coke. It's a treble. So uh, strap yourselves in. Uh, we're going to hit this one hard. So we are, we're about to get a load of member berries, aren't we? Especially when it comes to droids. Uh, Z, um, we've got, uh, what are those little skinny the ones called? They're From the Attack of the Clowns, aren't they? Yes. Um, we didn't get a Roger Roger, did we? I was rather. I mean, I was expecting it, but we didn't. We didn't get it. I mean, no, because uh... the the droids are from the earlier ones, but unfortunately, they gave them the voices from Revenge of the Sith, which is when Lucas, for some inconceivable reason, turned them into childish goony villains, um, and they sound awful because in episodes one and two, they have this flat sort of monotone robot voice, as you would expect a droid to have, but. Yeah, then he, he turns them into these childish villains, and that's the voice they decided to give them for this show, which was just, it brought back bad memories. If I may. Yeah. If I may. Yeah. Dramat dramatic pause. <laughs> <laughs> the voice of this robot is done by Matthew Wood, who also voiced General Grievous. He's a sound engineer. Oh. oh. Nice bit of trivia. Very good. Time Prophet says, 123 watching, only 82 have upvoted. Hit that button now. If you have not liked this video, if you like this video, I will release the Ryan Johnson trilogy. If you need any more motivation, there you go. So please uh, get to work, folks. It means a lot to old Brownie. Um, there you go, Princess Fiona. Uh, that's all the encouragement you need. You'll get a tits out if you, uh, if you <laughs> give enough likes. Uh, anyway, uh, hopefully that's not problematic. Uh, so we we move on, and we've got um, we've got Mando uh, giving a bit of abuse to the, uh, the the droids here. What's he doing, Mega Geek? He's, he's booting, he's, kicking shit out of the droids. Well, basically, it's um, it's I think it's a it's a tribute to you ever see those videos where they're kicking the robots, the real robots in real life. Yes. To, oh, the Boston Dynamics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah, to go oh. back. So it's kind of like a tribute to that, but also as um, the Lord points out, it's kind of like a copy of that iRobot scene. But he wants to see if one of them is not programmed to do what they want to do, whether they will, you know, get pissed off. And one of them did, didn't they? So, um, as he kicked one. So there you go. Um, but that, I mean, I think that that was the idea. It's kind of like um, in Blade Runner when you, you know, give the replicants all those questions. Yes. Yeah, kind of mm. thing. But Perhaps it's a you should try this on something smaller rather than a B2 super battle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You probably twats him in the head. 
But the, the whole thing, this whole setup, though, only sort of works because the episode has, and well, this season's actually forgotten what it did, what little it did for Mando's character development in earlier seasons. It's decided that he hates droids again in this season, mm. even though he got over that, I think, in season two when he goes to Tatooine. And then he goes, obviously, in earlier in this season to, to try and find IG-88, but then he decides, well, no, any old droid can do, so I'll take R5. It can't decide what Mando is as a character, what he thinks or what he believes. When it's convenient to the writers, he still has that sort of PTSD-inspired hatred of droids. But for the rest of the time, when that's not convenient, he's absolutely fine with droids. And it just shows how, like, this is your main character, and you can't get the basics of what that character is consistent. Also, the main character, he's always wrong. The, the, what's her name? Karen Mandalorian always proves him wrong. Because when yeah. he goes into that uh, bar with the robots, he says something, and then obviously he's wrong. And with this, he's kind of wrong, really. Uh, but yeah, and yeah, and he doesn't even stop it. It's 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 um it's what's her name, Bogota, that stops it in the end, isn't it? So, yes, Mando never man never manages to achieve anything on his own. No, he's always got to rely exactly. on Botox, Karen. So here he manages to, um, I guess. Um, either antagonize a droid so much that it uh, it runs off or he's discovered one of the rogue droids and um, mm. and uh, the pursuit starts now. I need to do a check, though. I need to do a class register. Is Amber Sadaway still in the chat? I hope we didn't scare her off. We're having so much fun. Amber, please check in. We need a welfare check on Amber Sadaway, please. Um, so it's pursuit time, folks. Is this, uh, is this a nice chase scene? Did anyone enjoy it? Uh, apart from apart from the robot that was running looked a bit looked a bit dodgy. That was the only bad effect in it, as far as I'm concerned. But um, sorry, carry yeah, on. Yeah, no, you go ahead. I was saying the battle droids tend to be a bit more stiff and immobile. Mm. Enemy Z, sorry. Well, I, I quite in, uh, enjoyed that Bo-Katan actually used her jetpack to gain ground. Mm. Uh, something that Mando actually didn't. No, yeah, which was a, a a bit stupid because the, they've both got them on. They could have caught this thing in seconds. Yes, but but um, she only used it to jump over a box, though. I think she Apparently. used it two or three times during the course of the chase, which, uh, which is very strategic of her. But uh, obviously, that didn't translate very well to Mando, who just launched himself into it. She uses it to save someone as well. If you look very closely, mm. it's just coming up. Mm. Uh, Brian, before we go there, though, while I've got you, um, can you give us your best Eastern European gangster on uh, George <laughs> W's comment, please? No, Eastern European gangster? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? I'm, I'm really well. testing you tonight. I'll, I'll um, take whatever you've got. <laughs> can, I ask a, can I ask a question? Right. So what yes, happened to the restraining, the restraining bolts then? That was oh, so yes. prevalent in Star Wars. Oh, why, so why simple, so effective. Yeah. Why has yes. nothing got a restraining bolt on it? Because oh, wow. they forgot that those because... exist, and instead they reprogrammed them, except that they didn't. So, yeah, it's a really good point. <laughs> it's just that the, nothing in this show actually consistently sort of stays with the show. They had mm. tracking fobs in season one, which were incredibly successful and effective, and we've never seen them again either. But yeah, yeah. restraining bolts. It, it worked on C-3PO and R2, just put them on these things. Yeah, uh, Brian, I'm not. I'm not letting you off the hook here. Um, I'll take a scouser. If you can't give me an Eastern European uh, gangster, oh, I, I'll take a, an English gangster. Take a scouser, sir. 
An hour ago, I didn't know who Lizzo was. Oh. Now it's in a fat ass kid, completely demolished fucking. <laughs> the worst <laughs> scouse accent I've ever heard. He's no, European he's... gangster. Now that girl, do you know who Lizzo was? And now she's in a fat ass kid, completely demolished. <laughs> <laughs> two for one. Two for know. one, George. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Excellent work, Brian. Um, can always rely on Brian for an accent. Brian, you've got so many fantastic accents. Why do you stick with that fucking awful Scottish one? That's what I want to know. You've got access to so many wonderful voices. Um, so, dodgy running here, Mega Geek. This is... <laughs> this wow, looked so, a bit comedic, didn't it? Yeah, it's obvious that they were, they were scanning or scanning someone really running. Even I mean, even trips at one point, doesn't it, and keeps going, which is obviously a, a human trait. And that's the thing. It looked a bit dodgy, in, in my opinion. But it's it still worked. It still worked very well, um, as far as I'm concerned. And again, Mando was useless. Everything he tried, he fell on his ass or... You know, or or uh, Bogotan had to save him. It was just why that why are they picking on him this this season? Why is he so useless in this season? Oh no, he's always been quite useless. And Mando is famous for never using the right weapon for the circumstance. I mean, this is the guy in the book of Boba Fett who flamethrowers at point blank range the energy shield around the droid, and then is surprised <laughs> to find it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, compliments to Brian, uh, who, who I believe produced tonight's show. Wow, what a frame grab. There you go, Brian. Uh, your you know, I was just saying it's, it's okay for him to be useless if he has some kind of character arc where he gets yeah. gradually yes. better, but it's yes. just made to look like an arse time and time again. Hmm. I think Disney Disney and Marvel, they've got, they've got their sights set on making all men weak and useless. Everything I've seen so mm. far, that's exactly what they're doing. It's just yeah. it's incredible when you think God about it. God forbid they ever do that to a female character, eh, Mega? Um, mm. is, uh, is Swapper still with us, or has he been c- completely consumed by Lizzo's, Lizzo's uh, fat arse? <laughs> Are you there, Swappers? Yeah, I'm just I'm just wondering why they didn't get Queen Dump Truck to stand in the middle of the street and just pass her <laughs> ass cheeks and trap the robot as it ran down. <laughs> Swappers, I've got one for you. It's George again. He's absolutely on fire. Could you read this out? George W. in the chat. Uh, Lizzo auditioned for the whale, but she was way too (laughs) fat. (laughs) Um, Unbelievable amount of material on Lizzo tonight. It really is. Normally, we roast the Mandalorian and Disney tonight. Uh, Lizzo takes centre stage. Um, Sorry, Brownie, you're not uh, you're not going to get any uh, monetization for tonight. Uh, touching it's, it's 130 the stream is just like one big hate crime. I like it. It's a, it's <laughs> a beautiful thing. It's an absolutely beautiful thing. So uh, the chase continues. Uh, Botox Caron leading the way. She doesn't. She do some. I'll uh, go back to that one. She does some kind of um, jetpack assisted jump here. If I remember, yeah, right. she she jumps. She uses the jetpack to jump over that that uh, thing that she jumps mm. over. And but the thing is, she it, they can fly, right? So why didn't they just fly instead of run? None of it makes any yes. sense to me. They fly now. They fly now. <laughs> um, yeah. Andy Mouse says he hasn't seen it yet. Who the fuck is Lizzo? We're going to need to start again, folks. So oh, bear with no. us. I'm taking us back to slide one. We're going to start this again uh, just for Andy. But you know, um, um, I was talking to my brother today, and and he he he's saying that he loves the Man- Mandalorian. He think he thinks it's great, and I and I said to him, it's dumb. You know, the stories don't make any sense. Oh, I don't care. It's just really enjoyable. So that's what we're dealing with. By what metric? 
<laughs> well, people think it's enjoyable. What can I say? I mean, you know, my brother's one out of many, right? So I don't know. I don't know what they're seeing, but hey. Um, Time Profit answers Andy's question. I am not bringing the chat up, and I'm certainly not reading it out. Um, <laughs> it's entirely factual, accurate, but it's just going to... Uh, basically, Brownie will sack me if I do that, so we can't go there. Um, so the pursuit continues into um, something from uh, Blade Runner, or I don't know, um, Tron or something. It's a Attack very, of the as well. yeah, very strange scene. But um, yeah, we do see a, a little bit of action here, don't we? With uh, this uh, battle droid avoiding capture, um, they roll now. Very good. And Amanda um... goes for a window. To jump the robot it's like well you could have used your jetpack do you know what i mean and it just falls on top of him just none of this makes any sense this chase does not make any sense they're so hey, dumb aren't it? they about two or three there... episodes ago they were trying to chase down that pterodactyl and they were flying yeah 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 i think the window was a kenobi episode two member berry I'm just perplexed about why there's a battle droid just sitting there relaxing on a bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Drew Gordon, evening Drew, says, when Botox Karen eventually goes down on Mando, I, ho I hope they play that flute noise. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Brownie, you've only got one job tonight. Get, get on the goddamn audio. Um, so... The, uh, he's not going to do it, is he? Uh, he's too busy jerking off in the background. So <laughs> the pursuit continues. The battle droid's going uh, berserk, throwing all kinds of shit at uh, our, our Mando heroes. But uh, eventually, I think they manage to... Well, not they. It's more Botox Karen, isn't it? Who manages to, um, to capture him. There she is, leading the way. Mando, like a fucking passenger, just running after her. Um... Uh, he's throwing throwing shit at them, isn't he, to stop them? I don't. What was the end game here for the battle droid? Where was he going to go? What was he going to do? I don't know. It's why is he running in the first place? That's... Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just there for some action. That's all. Because because every episode has to have some pew pew action, doesn't it? So. Uh, Franco says Mr. Brown is lusting after Lizzo. He does like <laughs> he does like a big butt, I believe. Um, Anything with a pulse, apparently. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so yes this kind of standoff continues we, get, we had some terrible acting from the extras here uh, Mega Geek as a director did you catch any of this I think there was one where something landed near a group of people and they all leapt back in unison and yeah, staged and well, it's all, know, it's all, it's all green screen. Um, yeah, so well, I don't think it's green. I, I think some, some, most of the stuff is there, but the um, they use those uh, big um, LED screens, don't they, to make it look um, to make it look more authentic. So yeah, yeah, they should really the second unit director should be directing the crowds, but obviously he didn't. He's probably asleep. So there you go. I would have fired him. If I was directing this episode, but yeah, such is life. But what's the point of throwing that thing? The robot pulls that thing out, doesn't he? And yes. he throws it, and it's, it's you know, out. Oh, seriously, this this chase is just nonsense. It really is. There you go, folks. Take a drink. 
mega geeks. <laughs> we, whenever he devolves into, oh, this is just fucking stupid. Is you have to take a big drink uh, just for just for the truth bomb. Uh, we do love it. Um, but uh, one of my favourite moments is is coming up. I hope we didn't. Oh no, What's... those bikes! It's the bikes. bikes. It's the Sorry, bikes. I, I didn't spot this in the episode. No, We've I didn't actually spot them this. Back. What's they going did, on? Yeah. The bikes I from. Thought... Um... What episode was that? I can't remember. It was coloured, though, wasn't it? Three, yeah. Oh, for yeah. God's sake. Tatooine <sighs> Fan service does not normally mean how can we possibly piss off the fans the most? What's <laughs> oh. um, with Yum wearing a fez? Just <laughs> 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 oh, like that. He looks like a mouse doing an impression of uh, Tommy Cooper, doesn't he? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Abject mediocrity. I think that's the first positive message for Lizzo I've seen all night. Mm. Can't deny a curvaceous arse, he says. There we go. I think you can. Um, there you go. Curvaceous is a bit kind. Mammoth. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the end of the battle droid, isn't he? He finally gets uh, his arse handed to him. and it's well, he, um, Not from Mandalorian, Not though. from Mando. No, no you're right. It's actually both of them, if you look at the next slide. Let's have a look. He, she Boom. shoots him in the chest and oh. she gets both arms. Hang on. Mando is, what, less than a foot away from him by the end, the tip of his gun to his chest. No and he hits him in the fucking shoulder. Is that the I worst know, but that, shot that, that could ever... be misconstrued as, the, as the, uh, the laser blast coming through his shoulder. Is it? I, I don't know. know. I don't I think know. It is because he fires that one and then she fires two more at the back. Oh, yeah, go back you, slide. Just go back Have a look slide. at the uh, the battle droids. There's actually a red light just there, which is uh, I assume yeah. is guess, um, because oh. they're currently operational. And if you shoot that, they become unoperational. Oh, exactly. there we go. But, like, but my laptop has a light on it, and if I smash the light, the laptop isn't going to turn off. <laughs> I think it's two thousand and one logic, uh, Hal. There's, look, look, Botox Karen's nowhere to be seen right there, right? In that frame. Mm. And then suddenly, yeah. suddenly. Suddenly. <laughs> this is the actually, way, swappers. Actually, I've confused myself. It's actually the Buzz Droids. Remember, hit the Buzz Droid center eye from Revenge of the Sith. Oh, you're mixing up your cannon there. Brian. I don't think I've ever heard Revenge of the Sith compared to 2001 A Space Odyssey before, but there's a first time for everything. No, not a comparison. I've just picked the wrong one. <laughs> Or mistaken. I've confused yeah, no. me red eyes. <laughs> so this is, you know what? I'm going to say this was actually this. This made me chuckle, whether in a good way or not. But we had one of those real world uh, references oh. where we had the, oh. I don't know what you call them, the police droids come out and tape off the crime scene. Um, is that you, Swappers groaning? Yep. What did uh, you make of this? I, I I just thought this is just like. Book of fucking Boba Fett all over again, isn't it? Sorry, Brown, for the uh, effing and blinding. Again, again, that's um, a, a take from iRobot as well, because iRobot had those um, uh, tapes that were, that, you know, there was graphic tapes in in the sh in the film as well. So maybe um, maybe the Lord's got a point that they are ripping off iRobot. So yeah. I can't believe their good fortune that they actually managed to find a damaged uh, or compromised battle droid. That actually had a business card of where they need to go next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Also, if you notice when they're running, um, uh, Bukatan is always in front. Mm -hmm. uh, what's his name? Oh, yes. Always behind her. So yeah, interesting. I found. 
So the battle droid has met his demise. There's the police tape in the background. Yeah. Botox Karen, obviously, she's the leader now. It's the Botox Karen show, everyone. Um, uh, I, For legal reasons, I can't read this comment out, but um, <laughs> Z might get away with it in his dulcet tones. I don't know. Or do we just swerve that one? Drew Corton in the chat says, I thought... <laughs> judge Dredd. Fabulous <laughs> Judge Dredd. <laughs> there we go. Uh, keep it light. Um, and uh, that's... Is that... Would you call that kind of part one of the side quest completed? Um, well, no, they head towards the resistor, which is uh, a reverse Mos Eisley space yeah. car. Oh, the, of uh, course. All the yes, music suddenly stops whenever a human walks in. That's and, it. Uh, they yes. do the order, we don't serve your kind in here. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I, I suppose it was meant to be a clever reversal of A New Hope and uh, the the cantina. But um, how, how did they get to this point? Didn't they find like a, was it like a equivalent of a business card on the battle droid? What? I can't remember. Some square. Oh, thing so it was a spark pad, which uh, uh, apparently pad. contains lube and, and this uh, nasty code stuff, which does them in. Mm. But also, um, again, you know, I don't know who had the idea that these droids had lives and, you know what I mean? And, yes, you know needed, I mean? Uh, recreational just, bars. It was, it was and, never yeah. like that in Star Wars. It was always that they were there to serve the humans or the aliens or whatever. They were kind of the, you know, they were just there to, to work. But these, it looks like these got a life. They go home and they watch yeah. TV or something and then come back out. It's well, just, this, it's just this, the, the, the wife droids are sat at home pissed off because yeah. all the, uh, the men droids are hanging out at the bar. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It just it just spoils it for me. The whole aspect. I mean, even when, I mean, when did it start? It probably started with Solo, didn't it? With that stupid yeah. robot, mm -hmm. you know, having oh oh no, it started from Rogue One, um, when that robot had a life of its own, didn't he? And he was he was arguing with them and stuff like that. Because I said in Star Wars, they're all docile and they're, they're there to do their job, aren't they? They don't really have a life or anything. And that have, personality, yeah, but personality. They don't have a life. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Oh, sorry, I'm bumping that one because Princess Fiona's come out with this uh, doozy. Brian, could you do this <laughs> in the style of Steel Saunders, please? Princess Fiona in the chat says, if I want to drink lube, I'll just blow my husband. <laughs> <laughs> dear, oh dear. <laughs> I, uh, that's a private conversation, which is so I made it onto the chat. I don't know. Um one more like for what? What's the milestone, Franco? Or I don't know. But one uh, more like for one hundred likes. For the one hundred likes. Oh, oh come okay. on! I can come do on. it. I'll put one. There you go. Oh, Ian, you're here all the time, and you don't give it a goddamn like. <laughs> no, um, I just forgot. <laughs> so it's okay, so now one more, one more like. One, One more like. like, folks. If you've yeah. not liked it, like it. In fact, just unlike it and then like it again. That works, doesn't it? Does that no, work? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> of course <laughs> it doesn't. Um, so we oh, are... 103 now. Like. 103. Now we need to remove some. Can we get some unlikes, please? <laughs> I'm joking, Brown. Jesus, calm down. Um, so Mando's rather cruel. Mando's a right bitch in this episode, isn't he? He's kicking droids. Now he's threatening this droid of wiping his memory or something it's uh yeah they've tried to do so like a, like a gumshoe side quest here so he has to portray the stereotypical nasty gumshoe yeah. type character Z, what's your, 
what's what's your opinion of all the uh, the the terrible treatment that all the droids are getting in this episode, Z? We probably deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's your lot in life, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Brownie no, says, please leave a the, comment uh... um, about Lizzo in the chat, please. <laughs> so yeah, I did quite uh... like the look of the chrome blue one. Uh... That was a very sexy finish for a droid. Anodized boy racer blue. Nice, because they're all serving droids, aren't they? Uh, in this in this uh, bar. You know they're they're not they're not um, are built for 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 um, war, are they? They're just built to serve, um, and that's the thing. You see, I thought all of them were built to serve, apart from I guess the ones in in uh, episode one. So I don't understand why they've just given them lives and stuff. I just oh, it's just so annoying. It's uh, not Star Wars. Z, point of clarification: Were you uh, intoxicated throughout most of your adventures? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> he can't admit to that. Um, we have we have children watching those movies. Come on, people. Uh, so uh, we have a little bit of engagement with this uh, bar bartender droid, and uh, he, I mean, at this point, I'm losing the will to live. But he do, he does he helps them out. I can't remember how. Um, Lord Chord will know because he's he's normally got his finger on the I... pulse. May I pause in this slide for a second? Oh, oh pause away, mm. Brian. Uh, one for swappers, the N1 Starfighter, head extension. Don't use the N word. I, uh, <laughs> I saved this slide just for you, swapper. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I've got no idea. I remember seeing this bit. I've got no idea what was happening. But this is what does happen to an astromech. When we... Let's not get bogged down. <laughs> oh, we've not had it all episodes. Because we've not got Brownie on, we've not got his catchphrase. We've not been able to do the old classic joke. Um, quick one for Z, though. Uh, how's Uncle Owen, Z? Franco's asking. <laughs> He's absolutely fine and will be fine again tomorrow when I give him some morning glory. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this reminds me of, though? It's got R2-D2's eye. It's got the, the, the um, aerial from that thing that came out from the snow. It's just it's an amalgamation of lots of things from Star Wars, isn't it, this? Um, R2, R2's head. Yeah. yeah, it's just weird. It's yeah. actually supposed to be coming out of the astromech droid, as Spoppers was saying there a minute ago. Right. That's what it does, yeah, apparently. That's the workaround they came up with because they don't really fit in the N1 Starfighter from Phantom Menace. Oh, I see. And, um, and all I mean, the droids were drinking, like with straws coming out. I mean, what are they drinking? They're droids. I don't, I don't understand what's going on here. They do explain it in this scene, uh, but all I could think of was that Daft Punk have fallen on hard times. <laughs> but I think it's the chip things have some sort of lubricant in them that keeps them functioning properly. Is that it? Um, they don't drink normal human food or drink even. But oh god! And so, so what they've decided to do is because they've they've realised that all of the droids that malfunctioned drank from the same batch of whatever the lube they bought happens to be. So they've gone to test it. Now, if you think, hmm, we've got some lube here, and the lube seems to be turning droids insane. How would you go about extracting the lube from a previously insane droid? Would you A, do it yourself, or B, use another droid to do it? But this is the Mandalorian, so of course they use a droid to extract the goo that they think might be causing droids to go insane, and it promptly goes insane. Mm, now we've got, um, 
Well, first of all, we, we another member Barry. So I mean, we're all we're all drinking uh, liberally at this point. But this is the uh, torture, droid torture yeah, torture device from uh, Layers uh, prison cell, isn't it? But also, we've got uh, who's this chap here with the darker uh, chap? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no no takers on that one. No, no one's touching that with a ball. It looks bowl. it looks very much. If Melvin will know this reference. It looks very much like Grado. Scottish comedy program. Um, Robbie Coltrane. It's Robbie Coltrane, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> they see your height. See your height. I mean, the brother slash sister of the character from the uh, Doctor Pershing episode from a few weeks ago. Oh, oh yeah. Trying to forget that episode. Oh, oh hey, it looks. <sighs> an awful it looks Shakespearean compared to this now. Uh, <laughs> um, well, anyway, uh, they, them, he, her, whatever, whatever we're dealing with, uh, I don't know. But um, the, the, oh the droid God. malfunctions, or it, it goes uh, goes uh, apeshit, doesn't it? And it starts. Uh... That guy's big. Is that a guy? No, it's it's Lizzo in whiteface. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a guy though? It's Wizzo. It's it's not. No, it's not a guy. It's a woman. Yeah, I believe so. It... Wouldn't if you presume, if but... you refer to it as it, continue to refer to it as it, and you're on no, safe well, ground. I'm, uh... I'm, only, I'm only saying it because I don't know how to, to, you know, them, they, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. What am I supposed to say now these days? Do you know what I mean? believe so it's supposed gotta... to be a woman, um, oh, okay. but I'm not sure. I think oh. the correct uh, etiquette is you, you uh, approach uh, the being and ask uh, to clarify its genitalia and... Uh, and that's the, the the way to do it. Anyway, Brown is sweating bullets, so we're going to move on. Uh, so the pro, no, not probe droid. Uh, what is it? Torture droid goes mad, and it's firing lasers all over the place. Um, actually, Mando actually does something here, doesn't he? He takes out the old... Uh, yeah, does some. Black dildo sword. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he takes out the, the... Yes, he does. The dark saber. I just yeah. ask why they've got robots on a morgue. Um, it's because it's stupid. Weird, That's it? why. Do you know what I mean? It's just it make, makes no sense. Oh. They don't think this through, do they? When they're writing it, they really no. don't. <laughs> it's the gumshoe theme again. Yeah. Look for clues, wouldn't they? Yeah. Uh, comments of the night coming in hot. Everyone, get ready for this one. He doesn't comment often, but when he does, it's a humdinger. <laughs> 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 There we go. I think he's just died and his nose has just fell onto the end on his keyboard. But uh, listening, Fats, we appreciate it. This is the kind of quality you get in our chat, folks, uh, as we uh, as we approach, uh, well, we're, we're 12 minutes and we've got uh, 184 slides to do. Can we do it, folks? You're damn right we also, can. Also, another thing that I noticed about Star Wars is that they've got all these flashing lights and red, green, blue, whatever, but none of them has any any instructions of what the lights do <laughs> so how could they're just pushing buttons and it's like shouldn't something have you know at the bottom say off on or nuclear reactor or something like that none of them had any writing underneath them whatsoever it's just like a like a christmas tree tv christmas tree or something i don't i, I don't get what's going on i really don't now this this is the point i don't i don't know if uh, i just completely lost all will at this point because we started getting into some um, real ridiculous explanation for some kind of I don't know how you describe it infection or yeah it's, oh, it 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 was frankly just uh, beyond the pale so um, yeah uh, 
And Nano machines, son. I, I, honestly, it just made no sense at all. But it um, doesn't. Uh, her line didn't make a sense either because she said it didn't arrive through acquisitions, and then goes on to say they were requisitioned by the security office. So it did come through acquisitions. <laughs> what are you oh, about, just a bit uh, regarding this uh, actor slash actress slash they them whoever she is. Yeah. He um, apparently uh, he she they them is a uh, an LGBTQ plus activist and has been arrested and has a criminal record. Uh, multiple times, but uh, obviously are you, Disney don't Are you mind. making this up, or is this actually? No, true? this is absolute. No, I know, I know, I'm, a, I know, I'm a, a bullshitter, but uh, no, this this bit is true. So she was um, sentenced to star in the Mandalorian. Yes, I, lo I I looked at them and I thought, yeah, th that just screams LGBT activist. And it turns yes. out it's correct. No, it's absolutely true. Yeah, Brownie's even backing me up there, as wow. you know, obviously. You know, he's in touch with my legal team, so yes, absolutely true. Um, funny, isn't it? Um, Cara Dune, what's her name? Uh, the the actress was uh, booted out for some, uh, I don't know, really not very controversial tweets, yet uh, will employ someone who's been arrested multiple times for actual criminal activity, so... Um, um, can I ask a question, right? So when the, the torture droid goes mad, it fires a, a, a green laser... Right. And then the woman, the big woman that was sitting there, the, she grabs her arm, and but she doesn't get shot. Mm. It misses her, yet she grabs her arm and falls yeah. to the ground. I noticed that because really I thought weird. that's going to really, really sever through her arm. But uh, no, apparently um, lesbian fat is tougher than best girl. So <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I thought she got sorry, killed. Sorry, Brown, yeah, I but... edit that bit out. No, but you don't see the laser doesn't go, it goes past her, but yet she grabs her arm like she got shot. So maybe yeah. they just forgot to put the effect <laughs> that went through her or something. Or maybe somebody decided, no, 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 we can't kill someone of that ilk. You know what I mean? lady. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's weird. It's absolutely weird. But anyway, whatever. So here we have the plot twist, folks. I mean, you know, I mean, to have a plot twist, you've got to have a plot in the first place. But uh, we, we do have the plot twist of... Uh, lo and behold, Scooby-Doo like the mask is whipped off, and Christopher Lloyd is behind all of this. Brian, uh, do you want to make a fist of this and explain how we got to this point? It's very convenient that they found that he'd actually signed the chitty to say bring these robots in. So uh, it was quite easy to find yes, out who's in charge when it just blatantly tells him who's guilty. Yeah, you would mm. think that he would disguise that. Saying it as Dot Brown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and have his face, uh, you know, there as well. Like, yeah. This is ridiculous. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, talk about spoon-feeding your audience. Uh, Jay Goodwin says, PS1, Christopher Lloyd. Uh, just about sums it up. Um, so we know who the bad guy is, It's um, and they're going to arrest him, I believe, and this is where we get to the big red button scene. Uh, Franco. Good. Franco loves it. He absolutely loves this channel. We love you too, Franco. Um, we won't be around for long, though, because uh, some dodgy shit goes down on this. But hey, while we're here, folks, make the most of it. So uh, they go back to the control room, and Doc Brown's really... Doc Brown Alliance, very good, George. Um, George, still serving time in Belmarsh, but we love you, George. <laughs> we don't judge you. 
Um, we hope uh, we know none of it was true, and those allegations were, were yes, were unfounded. But because uh, if it was true, he'd be hired by Disney. Well, there you go. If you Ooh. fancy a part, uh, George, we just need you to uh, yes, show your uh, your disability card or your uh, your pronouns. Uh, but there's the big red button, and he's threatening to hit the button. What happens, uh, Swappers, if he hits the button? Uh, I don't know. He starts a game of bop it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that game. I believe the big red button, if you press it this time, turns them all back into battle droids, in which case everyone yeah. dies. Um, but his his reasoning for this is that, I think we, t- we touched upon it earlier, is that he's uh, an old sympathy, uh, he's a sympathizer for the old confederacy movement. He's a separatist. He doesn't like being called a separatist because apparently it's pejorative. But um, he calls Count Dooku a visionary. He's a firm Democrat. He doesn't want to be under the control of the Republic. He doesn't want to be under the control of the Empire. He doesn't want to be done under anyone's control. He's a Democrat, first and foremost, which is one of the really interesting things in the backstory that you can read into the Confederacy movement and, you know, Dooku's inspiration and his aspirations. And there's so much interesting stuff you can do with that. Instead, the Mandalorian just says, yeah, he's a separatist. That's why there are battle droids. He's a Democrat. That's why he's doing all of this on a planet which already has complete... Uh, direct democracy. So, trying to make them to make it make sense. The only thing I, I can think of reading into his motive is that the Jack Black's character, who has been sent by the Republic, that there is a conflict between those two, and he thinks that the planet is slipping back toward more Republic control. But I don't think the show actually ever makes that clear. It might be that I wasn't paying attention, but I don't think it does. In which case, that's me attempting desperately to make the show more interesting than it really is. Yeah, he alludes to the planet being changed because of him but he, I don't think he does he directly say I don't think he directly says that it's because of that again right again the hero doesn't stop the the main bad guy this is this is a theme that's going through all the movies and all all the all the tv shows isn't it they they they, they seem to not like the hero catching the villain it always has to be the female that does something that um puts someone down if you know what I mean and this is no exception because Bogotan shoots him before you can press the button. So, uh, Brian, uh, we're doing uh, Doc Brown quotes in the chat um, because Quick Star Scott. Wars is so fucking terrible. This is what we've uh, degenerated to. I'm going to flash one up on screen, Brian. Give it your best, Doc Brown, for the 119 who stuck with us to uh, five minutes to midnight. Go. Can someone else have a go? I'm not a Doc Brown. Doc <laughs> <laughs> Brown. <laughs> Come on, any oh, I, Brian, I've got faith in you. <laughs> uh, Will Gallage Maddage in the chat says, "Great Scott, buddy, your mother gives terrible rim jobs." <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, Brian. Don't Brilliant. doubt yourself. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, just clip that, Brown, and we'll put that on uh, on Twitter, and, and <laughs> you know you'll you'll be. Uh, You'll be at the uh, 300,000 uh, subscribers like Robot Head before you know it. Um, so, is he going to hit the red button? We've got a bit of a standoff. Uh, Botox Karen says, don't do it. Mando stands there like the fucking plank he is in his own show. Um, and he gets darted, doesn't he? Is that, yeah. is that What a great shot. Brian, you, you had your iron brew tonight, sir. That's a brilliant shot. Um, what I found strange about this, he gets darted, appears to fall backwards, but then when the camera angle changes, he seems to fall sideways. I couldn't quite work out. The Wazzle Gummidge Syndrome. Uh, is that what mm-hmm. it was? So, 
Yeah, there we go. He's clearly falling backwards there. Um, that can't be him, though. I mean, you can't have an 80-year-old man falling backwards like that. It must be a... Uh, maybe a brownie as the... As the, as the uh, the stand-in for this scene, and then he <laughs> hits the floor, and that's that. Um, poor old uh, Doc Brown. Yeah, so too. we are we are back to uh, back to the Eden Project, and oh, this was a fucking strange scene. scene. Yeah, yeah. Back to Lizzo, folks. Cue the fun in the chat. Um, What's she doing here, Ian? She's playing some kind of uh, <laughs> game of crochet or something, isn't but it? What, it what, what makes me laugh is it's a creature that's wandering on the ground and they fold it up and they chuck it. They chuck the creature through the through the holes and they whatever this game is. But um Yoda Yoda little Yoda helps her but to win, basically, doesn't doesn't it? So it's just Jack Blight looking at her arse there. I think he's yeah, more or less. Can't see much else, can he? Um <laughs> A costume smacks of, you know, you go to one of these conventions and you have people walking around in cosplay. It's like she's playing a Disney princess, but, you know, she's far too fat to pull it off. So you kind of just smile and think, oh, good effort, but uh, fuck me, that was a bad choice. But uh, she's, uh, yes, Yoda helps her out. She's playing Space Crow. There you go. Got to give Yoda something to do, haven't we? Christ. Um been absolutely pointless in this entire episode and yes yeah, she gets uh all five holes in one i don't know what, what you describe it as do you think when they're creating this shit they think they're being inventive and uh original well i, I think i think they are being inventive the special effects and and the stuff that they come up with to do with the show is it's very inventive but unfortunately it's hanged on a really terrible screenplay all the screenplays have been awful so far you know i mean what else can I say? Again, I'm going to say this to be positive. The effects in this was really good. You, you can't fault it. Mm. Screenplay's terrible, though, you know? But, um, yeah. Another great shot there of um, Lizzo, Jack Black. Uh, doesn't get more Star Wars-y than that, folks, does it? Look at that. Brilliant. <laughs> in the name of, um, of gender parity, though, you can see his moves through his dress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just seriously this what is that in the background is that is that a chair what is that in on the uh, left of the screen oh it's one of the, oh that it's um what is it um, what is that i don't, I don't know, know. <laughs> i thought it was a chair at first so i don't know what it is it's I one read. of lizzo's um period uh pads maybe i don't know <laughs> the statue of a paracetamol tablet yeah <laughs> probably yeah uh poor doc brown he's um he's uh he's all handcuffed and um yeah he's uh what he fesses up doesn't he basically and they say how disappointed they are in him um he asks for forgiveness doesn't he yeah oh, i felt sorry for the poor chap not just <laughs> his character but i just felt genuinely felt sorry for christopher lloyd um mm. But uh, yes, they've, they've brought him bang to rights and... Um, they exile and a... him to the moon of something or other Ooh. as well. It's so B-movie sci-fi, this episode. It's yeah. astonishing. Yeah. <laughs> Jaden Jaden Smith eyes <laughs> says, uh, looks like Lizzo took a bite out of that pill statue. <laughs> um, 
And George, George's been on form tonight. He might get my award for um, best convict in the chat. George says, Lizzo literally chewing the scenery. Uh, very good. Um, this is the bit where he gives, gives, she gives them the key, and the key's huge. <laughs> it's like, what the hell is this? You, know, you have yeah. the key to the city. Look at the key. Jeez. Well, the bigger the key is, the smaller it makes Lizzo look, but it doesn't quite work, does it? How big must the hole be, though? I mean, I suppose she's an expert on that, but still, you know. She's, I really don't know what's going on with our entertainment these days. And this is, I mean, just when you thought that we we reached the depths of ridiculousness, we end on this. Um, Z, what's going on here? Is this baby Yoda getting, um, about to get beheaded? What's going on? Z's on mute. He's on. Baby Yoda is getting knighted. Z's gone for a pee. Thanks, Lord George. Baby Yoda is getting knighted. This but is why did he get knighted? To. What for? What did he do? Uh, he, 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 he helped her in a game of <laughs> space crochet. Um, Smilex has got it right. This just came out of nowhere. There was, <laughs> there was nothing in this episode which, I mean, if Botox Karen got knighted, Okay, she's done something, but yeah. Baby Yoda is just... Well, I don't see the point of that at all. And it's not only that, but the... Oh, God. It's like an Earth custom given out by the bloody British monarchy. What the fuck are we seeing it in this show for? I don't know. I really don't know. It's incredibly stupid, isn't it? Why? What the, the question is, why is Yoda getting, getting knighted? Because really, you know... Those two, the Mandalorian and, and her, should get knighted because they've done the, the planet a service, haven't they? So, I don't know. Hang on a minute. Botox Karen got the key. What did Mando get? Nothing. She got nothing. Oh. He got chewied from uh, A New Hope. He got absolutely oh. nothing. Um, he got his name on the show and he's been relegated to, what, the third, third character, maybe? I don't yeah. know. Um Jim D says he's over it. He's done. He's over it. Um, I don't blame him. Tim Hannabom says, uh, uh, make it stop. <laughs> Please make it stop. Um, and uh, sorry, Brian, I know we've milked you to death like Luke milking the space cow on Acto, but uh, MJ84 says, not Brian. Please do the fat bastard. I want your baby. <laughs> I can't remember the delivery, but... I want your baby. <laughs> that was a bit, sounded a bit Nelson Mandela there, sorry. <laughs> a bit. <laughs> um, Jen isn't pulling any punches. Jen says, fuck <laughs> this show. <laughs> dear, right, dear. Um, and uh, Smilex says, there's just no thought going into this show. And, no, uh, there isn't really. You're absolutely right. We haven't finished yet, though, with this show. We've, We've got not. This it's unbelievably... Yeah. The knighting of Yoda wasn't the end of this abomination of an episode. Um, we uh, basically the Mandos now are going going to the what you call them the rogue the rogue Mandros the ones who are mm. operating on their own and and I think Botox Karen's trying to convince them to rejoin the army of Mandalore. Lord Chord's always good at. Uh, synopsizing these if that's a word these scenes so do you want to set us up for this finale lord yeah th this is the only bit of the episode that, that's actually plot relevant 
Um, mm. It's the last five minutes of it, and we finally got to the, the point where we remember the reason they are here is that she's supposed to be reuniting the Mandalorian clans to retake Mandalore, even though they could do that on their own because there's basically no one there. Um, and he rejects her because she doesn't have the Darksaber. Um, so she challenges him to a fight, even though he says correctly that she should really have been challenging Mando to a fight, given that he's the one who has it. Um, and then it gets worse from there because Mando says, yeah, you're right. Um, but I lost it in combat in like two, no, three episodes ago now, four episodes ago now. It was episode two, wasn't it? Yeah. I lost it in combat. She beat the person who beat me. So it really does belong to her. So I'm going to give it to her. And she says, okay, thanks. After a fight, obviously they have to fight first because it's action. Also, um, so wasn't it meant to be heavy, the 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 sword? If you if it wasn't for you, there's yeah. some yeah, there's some rule about how it's hard to use. Yeah, if um, if it's not if it's not for you, or if it's not um, if the sword doesn't choose you. So when she did take the sword off him in that episode and and saved him, how comes it wasn't heavy for her? It, because it, it belongs properly to her, I think, is the rule. All oh, right, okay, okay. Uh, MJ says helmets off now. Um, yeah, we're just we're just going loose and fast with this rule. I think uh, Bo Botox Karen got a pass on the last episode uh, regarding helmets because hey, uh, you know the, Mando's not turning up to do his acting stint, so one of the actors has to. But essentially, what we're getting here, folks, is um, guy from the coffee commercial and Botox Karen having a tete-a-tete -tete duel. Uh, and indeed, uh, they do fly now, as Teagun uh, points out. And uh, basically, yeah, they're fighting for the right to lead the Mandalorians, I believe. And um, and guess who wins, folks? Is it going to be the woman or is it going to be the man? Where, where, where'd you put your money on this one? We all fucking know where it's going. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, they have a bit of a fight. It, it's, no, it's certainly no Obi-Wan versus um Django Fett, is it? It's uh leaves a bit to be desired this battle. But the number of times he fires a rocket launcher just randomly. There's even a shot where everyone else has to duck out of the way because he's just shooting rockets at random at people. It hits his own ship. Could have killed any number of his own people. He has presumably blaster guns as well as his little wrist blade things. Um it's the fight scene is kind of comical. He's as gun, with everything he, else. He has a gun on his hip and he didn't he does. use it. He just doesn't yeah. use it. Mm. Weird. Um, winner gets to lead the Mandalorians um, loser gets to star in my trilogy which is coming <laughs> soon to Disney Plus folks hang on in there so uh, yeah we have this fight and uh, considering all the weapons available it's a rather pathetic fight there's a little bit of um, using the rockets to fly at each other there's bizarrely they both pull knives at some point and start slinging knives uh, you know slashing at each other with knives but um, even yeah. though both of them have got guns on their yeah. hips that's the yeah. bit where he almost kills half of his own people yeah yeah. <laughs> he slams that into the side almost similarly to how Boba Fett crashes into Jabba's sail barge until oh, the yeah. Jedi Franco says, you gotta fight for the right to lead the Mandos. Thank you, Franco. I just woke the uh, dog up, but never mind. Um, Baby Yoda's just watching all this shit go down, you know, potentially uh, He's probably Botox having a could well, be killed. In that little thing. He's probably having a little poo. <laughs> oh, I wonder what colour his poos are. Uh, Green. <laughs> <laughs> same as humans, then, yes. Exactly. Uh, uh, 
hope that's uh, normal for everyone. Yeah, so the fight continues. Yeah, everyone's just standing around watching. Um, I wonder how much Mercedes from WWE got paid for this episode, because I don't think she had a line. I don't think she did anything but stand and... Uh, I think in the next couple of episodes coming, I reckon. She'd maybe. Be more yeah, part maybe she'd get a kit off. We'll see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like the guy on the left in that last shot, though, has clearly been told to look dramatic. He's the only one who seems to be sort of invested Oof. in the scene. Power stance. <laughs> got the wide power stance going on, hasn't he? Okay, so just um, going back to what the Lord said. So if if the, the, the saber belonged to her, was meant to be for her, so how comes the Mandalorian can lift it then? He, he can lift it, he just can't use it very easily. It's just very tricky for him to do it, which is why he's right. always shown to be struggling with it. it it's some, I mean, Z might know, because I think you've probably watched the animated shows. Uh, but what is the stuff? Why is it that the Darksaber is heavy for Mando, but not for Bo? It, it has to accept its user. Right. Oh, mm. the one chooses the wizard, Harry. Yes. It's a bit like Windows 98, folks. That's how it works. Um, Finn... Finn... Uh... I'm I'm treading carefully, Finn. Ger... I don't. Germias. Why am I struggling with a nine-letter word so much? Gem Germias. I don't know, Finn. We'll just call you. We'll just call you Yes, that's the that's the joke I was looking for, short. <laughs> um, yes, uh, he says. Uh, why do they uh, even wear helmets when they're not going to wear them for a fight? Well, good point. Anyway, look what happens, folks. Surprise. Fucking surprise, the woman wins. Um, and, oh no, we're still going on with this fight, but eventually she does. Trust me, I watched the episode. Uh, they fly up on the wing of a spacecraft. Uh, a little bit more rocket work. Uh, oh, flamethrower. Yep. Force Using the that. gun. Yeah, stop the, the flamethrower. Um, Time Prophet says he just needs four more upvotes and then he can go to bed. So please uh, relieve him if you would, folks. Um, yeah, she's um, got a force field thing there. Force field, yeah. yes. Eden Project in the background. Mm. Uh, Donald Trump's golf course. This was set on, by the way, if you're interested. <laughs> um, and there we go. She uh, she pins him down. She straddles him. Brownie's getting excited. And she asks him to uh, concede, essentially, doesn't she? There's this bit in the fight where she um, she she has the knife that comes out, the little thing on, on her wrist. And then she punches him right in the chest with the same hand. And then you notice that they put visual effect there, that the knife comes back out again. It's like, well, what's the point of it being? In other words, they made a mistake, didn't they? Obviously made a mistake, <laughs> but, you know. And it's not so, as bad as the disappearing knife in The Last Jedi, but it is. Oh, still, um, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Geez. I was deliberate. Um, so we have, um, having won the battle head-to-head, -head, we then have a... A uh, bit of a convo here, don't we? Where Mando, I think Lord Chord's already set this up for us, but Mando makes the case that even though he is in possession of the Darksaber, in fact, uh, in a long extrapolated and uh, way, he explains uh, basically Botox Karen beat the thing that beat him and therefore she is the rightful owner. Uh, coffee commercial guy says, uh, well, yes, that works for me. Um, random Mando's um of all ethnicities backgrounds yeah. genders and so on and uh yes we, we basically botox karen is uh deemed to be the leader of the mandalorians and uh, the recipient of the dark saber there's mercedes folks have you no uh, have you noticed all the white people are pushed to the background 
wells where they where they should be let's face it um but, but the only reason that they didn't do this four episodes ago when they should have done is that the writers found it very inconvenient and they just kind of strategically forgot that this is what happens with the Darksaber until this very moment in order that this can happen. But there's no reason that she shouldn't have demanded the Darksaber from him way back at the beginning exactly. and just didn't do that because, well, fuck it, I guess. Mm. Uh, Brownie wants 20 more subs to get to 2100. So um, if you can just dash off, make a quick fake account and give him a sub from that fake account, that will do the job nicely. Uh, that is the way. Uh, so uh, there we go. I think we wrap with um, with the dark saber being ignited, and uh, what an episode! We're into the images. So the best part of the Mandalorian, uh, as we all know. So as I scroll through these images, it's uh, it's time we do the rounds and we get your closing thoughts and. As always, your score for this episode, and I can't wait. Uh, Brownie's uh, queued it up there. He wants your uh, marks out of ten. So, um, Lord Chord, I'm going. Uh, I'm going as you're lined up on screen, Lord Chord. First up, what do you make of this one, Lord? And and what do you give it? It's it's a weird one because I had to watch it in such a weird way. I'm going to rewatch it, and I don't doubt I'll hate it more when I do. But I still don't think it's as bad as the stupid Suddenly Pterodactyl episode, which I gave a two. So logically, this one must be a three. Oh, okay. Um, interesting from the Lords. Uh, uh, Brian, what do you make of this one? I absolutely hated this episode. <laughs> it just it felt like canto shite on LSD. I couldn't believe some of the stuff I was watching. I just felt soiled, angry, and annoyed when I come out. And I've never really felt annoyed. I felt bored during these shows, but never really that annoyed. It, to me, it just feels as if Star Wars has just become... It's just the dying embers of the MCU now, just only used for crap meta jokes and cameos. I just I lost count of the number of member berries that were through this entire episode, lifts and blatant knockoffs. Uh, when I did the slides and kind of watching it the second time... I didn't quite hate it as much. I was I got a bit used to it. But it's still I think I think there's some decent stuff in there here and there. They just haven't put it together as a, a proper package. They really should have made this the Bo Katan series and focused mainly on her, made mm. it several chapters shorter. And I think it could have been watchable instead of the farce that we got. I think. Mm. Uh, scathing. Oh, what was what was your uh, score, rating. Brian? Yeah, very very generous four. Oh, very generous. Well, the three and a four. I'm somewhat surprised. Uh, Z, um, what do you bring into the table? Well, if I may compare this to the cinematic masterpiece as is the Last Jedi, this oh, would be please. the Canto Bite section of the movie. Oh, I'm the... therefore giving it a three out of ten. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. We're we're in. I'm, I mean, frankly, I'm amazed we're in the positive numbers at this stage. Um, can we go to Lizzo's big fat ass? Sorry, I mean Swap Shop for his uh, summary and score, please. Ah, oh, God, um, I struggle to muster up any positive numbers for this, so I'm just going to give it a minus ten out of ten. Oh, there we go, folks. And um, plus I we weren't allowed to do that. You have to give it zero to because otherwise I'd have given like episode four minus fifty positive marks. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Whoa, the voice of God booming into the stream. Is, for anyone unfamiliar who does come to the stream for the first time, the only reason I'm giving this a three and I gave the worst episode a two is that I'm confident the show will somehow get worse and I need to leave some numbers underneath oh. the ones I've given. That's the reason for it. But given those constraints, I think we have to make Swap Shop do his again. Oh, hold on, Swappers, we, I'm just gonna... we're going to force you to give us a, a 0 to 10 rating. I'm just going to scavenge around for some fucks to find. What's this? I've got one here, right here. Yeah, I think it's a 0. 0.378 out of 10. Oh, we'll round it up to zero. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, very good. And uh, Mega Geek? Um. Take this home. Ah, free now. I, I, I'd, I'd give this a one. Tell you the truth, out of five. Is it out of five? One, because it's, oh, it's not very five, good. Five. Also, have you not noticed in 10, the paintings? At is it out of ten? Yeah, still, I think so. it's still a one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you, have you noticed in the paintings that the Mando is the one that gets the robot that was running in, the, in, the, and they must have changed it in the script. And also, oh, if you notice in the paintings, that's good. um. That Lizzo is white, is a white fat woman in, mm. in the in the paintings. I don't know if you notice that, which wow. is really weird. Go back and um, look. So yeah, so there you go. So <laughs> I don't know what changed. Maybe, you know, some maybe KK said, Oh, we've got to have that woman of color in that shot. Yeah. Stuff really like, oh, funny. the Mando can't 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 get the robot. We'll have to get Kate Safoff to get the robot. It's, it's totally turning like into her show, isn't it? You can yeah, see it. Yeah. Sanjay uh, coming right in at the death with give it a 3.14, which is pie because Lizzo likes pie. Uh, <laughs> very good. It's 20 past midnight and he's coming out with those gems. We do appreciate it. Um, so in the paintings, Mando's very much the hero well, of this of this uh, of this episode. Yet it didn't happen in the episode, which is really, well, we know why, don't we? So there you go. Interesting, I find. Hmm. So as for myself, I am. I was. I. I just thought this went from farcical to just uh, confusing to bizarre to um, well, uh, kind of Vietnam flashbacks. The Last Jedi, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> I. I can't muster much more than a, a two out of ten. And as Lord says, I'm trying to leave myself some wiggle room because I've, I've got full faith that Disney's got a, a, a one or even a zero out of ten episode left in the bag um, but uh, I'm going to give this one a two again just purely just for some nice visuals but good god it was a it was a bizarre and awful episode um, Mr. Brown thanks everyone um, he says if you're not so please subscribe and very important please leave a Lizzo comment in the comment section <laughs> por favor drops a bit of uh, is that Spanish por favor, por favor Spanish yes Yes. Yeah, a bit of Spanish on your asses there. Um, folks, that's a wrap. We we got through it. We always get through it together. It's like Alcoholics Anonymous for tortured Star Wars fans. Um, we got there, folks. Are we going to do this again? I'm, I, 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 before I thank everyone, are we going to stick with this? 
Yeah, there's only two left. We have there's two left, oh. folks. There's two left, and then we can all slit our wrists. That's what we'll do. Two left. <laughs> we'll do we on. have to. Yeah, exactly. We've got to. I think we should um, all get absolutely wankered for the last one just to celebrate. <laughs> we are. Okay. We're, we're, we're going to go out on a high. Um, next week, we've got more accents from Brian. We've got. Um, <laughs> We've got more. Um, this is fucking stupid quotes from Ian. Come on, you know you all come here for these things. Uh, Swap is going to find another big fat arse for his icon. Uh, so, you know, make sure you uh, tune in for that one. Um, I need to say a thank you to all the fantastic guests. They turn up every week, folks. They watch this damn shit like it's the worst homework you've ever done. And then they bring it here every time. Lord Chord, thank you, sir. Thank you as ever. Uh, not Brian. Brilliant work on the accents. I never knew you had an Eastern European gangster in the locker, but you pulled it out for us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rune. Thanks also to Lost Cord, Z3PO, Swappers, Mega, and the chat who have been in top form yet again. Excellent in the chat. I'm going to say it's probably my second favorite ever performance by the chat. I still think the Dr. Pershing episode was the, <laughs> was the number one. But look, chat, come back next week. You've still got a chance to uh, to take the uh, the trophy for the best chat ever. Z, thank you, sir. I, it was a total droid fest tonight, but you're still my favourite droid, Z. It is. There were so many droids getting lubed up. It was difficult to contain myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, swappers... You brought the Lizzo fat ass, and we thank you for it, sir. Uh, yeah, there's no avoiding Lizzo's ass, sadly. So it's all gonna, always going to pop up somewhere, obviously. I don't know what about next week. I think we're probably going to miss it if it doesn't come back. But um, oh, we'll, we'll suffer, miss it. I guess. Uh, um, thanks to everybody in the chat. It was an absolute joy reading those comments. My God, I was sitting here in tears, absolute tears. Yes. I, was, I was in tears of misery watching the show, and I'm in tears <laughs> of joy reading, reading everyone's comments. Uh, thanks to everybody on the panel as well. I really look forward to these Wednesdays um, because the show's so dire. It's just such a brilliant tonic in comparison. So, yes, thank you, Ruin, as well, for a brilliant hosting. Oh, you're welcome, sir. We do. We always say the worse Star Wars gets, the better our streams are. So, uh, And last but not least, uh, Mega Geek, thank you, sir. I know as a director you'll have absolutely cringed yourself into oblivion watching this, but... Uh, we got through it, and are you going to be back next week, uh, Mega? Uh, do I have to? Yeah, you have to. You signed a contract, and we're going to hold you to it. Damn it. <laughs> no worries, guys. Excellent. Uh, that's a wrap, folks. From me, from Botox Karen, from Pussy Whip Mando, and uh, to all you beautiful man babies in the chat, uh, until next time, it's... Uh, this is the way. <laughs> See you next week, folks. Good night, everyone. Good night from me. Bye. 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 Bye from Lizzo's big fat ass. <laughs> Timing. <laughs>